three, two, one. This is why we're here. Unobtainium. <laughs> There's more to that line, but I'm I think we're just gonna leave it there. Hi, I'm Adam from Your Movie Sucks. This is Sardonicast. That was a line from uh Shrek the Third. <laughs> Who else? I thought it was a line from Transformers. <laughs> yeah, I oh, thought yeah. it was Sneaky um, Pete, right? Yeah. It was from a Marvel film. It was they were uh What's the stuff they use in Iron Man? Unobtainium. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, uh, uh, vibranium. <laughs> <Iron Man. laughs> See, this is, this is what we're talking about. Oh my god! Oh my god. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna say I'm Ralph Seppi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Alex from uh, Sneaky Beat. Oh man. <laughs> why does it? Why does everything have to sound so stupid? Like the resource, it's always just a stupid sounding resource. Why does it have to yeah. sound so stupid? Well, some of them so are actually cool though, because I was looking this up um, in pre- preparation for the recommended movie, but and I, I was reminded some of them are actually all right. What do you think of like tritium, tritium from Spider-Man Two? The fact that I don't remember it means it's probably okay. <laughs> you know, Sp- yeah. Well, Spider-Man Two is a good movie. <laughs> what about like you like Mass Effect, right? Like yeah, Element, Element Zero. Zero. I I like Element Zero. I find it weird when they call it Ezo. I find yeah, I find that's that kind of corny. They do that a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Ezo? Element Zero is cool. <laughs> Ezo is a bit a bit much. Yeah. yeah. Or like Adam and Bioshock. Yeah. There you go. Adam and Bioshock. E- Element Zero That's is teetering one. the edge between like memorable and <laughs> stupid. It's it's like it it hit that perfect spot. It sounds yeah, funny. Yeah. Unobtainium. What the fuck? Seriously. Hmm. Yeah. We'll t- we'll talk about that more later. I think. How can you do that? Uh, we yeah. saw the trailer for the second one. If we want to quickly talk about that, it doesn't really show much. It's a teaser. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like a mood piece thing for the new Avatar. It's, yeah. it's happening. We've actually got it. <laughs> it's I mean, here. maybe <laughs> we could we could have oh, COVID maybe. two before Avatar two. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> There's not really much to go end. off, is there? It's uh, it's pretty vague. It's There's just, water. Uh, There's lots of James water. Cameron loves the ocean. Looks great. I think. I think the CGI is pretty excellent. Like it's almost yeah. photo real. There's yeah. no. I saw like some gifs on Twitter that I'm like, wow, that almost looks great. And people are like, oh, that's that must that's. I literally saw this. It must be like a guy in paint, like, and it's like a practical shot. I'm like, no way. Oh, really? People on my subreddit were saying that it didn't look great. It it, it yeah, did look great. I think the entire shot, movie that CG shot did look really good with the the close up on the arm. That did look pretty impressive. So we, I think yeah. we all saw the trailer in theaters. I didn't see the YouTube upload, which. Uh, as some in my subreddit pointed out, was only uploaded in 1080p. Jesus, like, why are you that's doing funny. that? <laughs> I didn't yeah, even it, look at they, that. studios uh, keep doing that. I don't know why they haven't realized that you can upload to YouTube in 4K. So I'm, I'm trying to think, like, what resolution was it in my theater then? Because, like, surely that's not a 1080p. Like, one excuse could be, oh, it's unfinished animation for the trailer. They don't want people to be viewing it in a higher resolution because then you could see the imperfections. But if they're showing the same trailer in a theater and the theater is showing it in higher resolution than 1080p, then surely you could do that for YouTube, right? Because YouTube compresses it even more. Yeah, you'd have thought. Especially for this franchise. Yeah, YouTube 4K is not real It's like 4K. the whole point of it is the clarity and the 3D and the visuals and pushing the visuals. That is funny that it's not even in 4K. Yeah, they, the upload it in tra- they, f- they do that to everything. Unless it's like on Vimeo, yeah. the only thing I saw um, marketing-wise in 4K in the past, like forever, 
was something that Matt Reeves uploaded himself to Vimeo with like a clip from the Batman movie or whatever. It was like, okay, mm. well, that's just Matt Brave. Reeves doing that. And it's it's Vimeo, which doesn't compress things as much. But anyway, yeah, what the hell? Yeah, Vimeo looks good. Vimeo movies look great. Yeah, why, it looks better than YouTube, actually. It, yeah. yeah, that's that's why professionals use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, anyway, yeah, there's a lot of water. I don't it like looks, the title. Yeah, the title's kind of like weird. <laughs> the way, way of, of water. the water. Yeah. Just call it Avatar 2. Because the whole implication of the trailer is like, it's the second one. You've been waiting for a long time. You're going to have another fandom convention over this. Like, that's the whole movie, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, I got that mood. It's like, welcome back to Pandora after what a decade. We're trying to. I got that feeling from the trailer, though. Like, it looked great. I'm like, okay, it's not really focusing on the story. It's just like a visual piece. Yeah, the visuals have already proven themselves. That's not really the part. Yeah, I think anyone's really concerned about. It's more the what's the story going to be this time? That's that's the interesting yeah, part like it's definitely. been a really long time it's only been 10 years like it's it's almost a completely yeah. different generation it's, like yeah 13 being introduced years to it now mm-hmm. that's a long time yeah it makes you a little excited for it unlike you know a marvel movie which comes out you know three a year well hopefully this is a little more special um, part then, of my problem with like know, the sequel happening the now is like i mm-hmm. in order for it to have the same impact or even come close to feeling the same as the original Avatar, or at least the experience of watching the original Avatar in 2009, it would have to have some pretty fucking revolutionary special effects. Sure. Um, because yeah, because Avatar in 2009, like, that shit... It looks great. It looks sure. great, but a lot of other things look like it right now, whereas in 2009, nothing else yeah. looked like it, which is what separated yeah. it. Um, now, yeah, new then. yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're gonna because right now with this trailer, this new trailer for Avatar Two, I'm not sure it does look like it's separated from anything else. It looks, it looks like a standard right now. Um, but my mind could be changed. It could be, you know, trailers are usually unfinished animation. Uh, so we we don't know what the final product will look like. I'll I'll have mm-hmm. to just watch the real movie. Yeah, I guess. and it's a purposefully vague teaser too. So yeah. yeah. I just think visually it looked very good. I think all the the water stuff will be the the groundbreaking. Like, yeah, probably. That's probably the like, show off the point. Effects. Yeah, because like CG water has already always been like really difficult for. That's been very call, difficult. Like, particle yeah. effects or yeah, water. Yeah, water's just been like facial difficult. expressions were always very difficult, and I think Avatar kind of you know leaped that hurdle a bit, or like kind of went over that valley. <laughs> we can do <laughs> Avatar bit. to slash aquaman crossover i think that'll be yeah <laughs> better yeah yeah james aquaman cameron got beat to the punch and, uh, there eh? yeah and uh the abyss and and like what other underwater movies can we throw in titanic uh, the mermaid the little mermaid yeah <laughs> yeah they're doing a live action one of those aren't they a nice yeah, remake host oh aren't they oh yeah they are that's right yeah I, i've heard about that yeah the, the little mermaid you mean sorry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Merman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Who are they getting to play the the blue lady? Uh, oh, Ursula. <laughs> or the purple lady. Whatever. The big lesbian. <laughs> the octopus fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Ursula. I have no yeah, idea. Who's gonna play Melissa her? McCarthy? I have no idea. Oh, I, that would be great. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? 
<laughs> just get Will Smith again. Why not? Just get Will Smith like Aladdin. <laughs> Will Smith is Ursula. <laughs> Man. Yeah, why not? If this were if this were like 30 years ago, I'd be like, Kathy Bates, fucking rock that shit. Ooh, you yeah. Know? I have no yeah, idea what she But again, like it would right just now. be a waste of a good actor. For, it's just a stupid... Why? Why? Just stop it. Just, just yeah, or just like don't out. make yeah. these remakes because yeah, they're just bad. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> or like, stop, yeah, the man. casting doesn't yeah, matter because it's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not even out yeah, yet. Yeah, Lion King. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, so that trailer played before uh, the Doctor Spider-Man, the a web of shadows. Uh, what did we think of the spoilers for the new Doctor Strange? Web of shadows. <laughs> um, what did we uh, think of Doctor it? Strange multiverse of... Um, Madness? Kind of boring first half and then really good second half. <laughs> I would say the first third's pretty boring. I would say it. Yeah. I would say it starts turning into a Raimi film. When it, when it got yeah, it. when it got into the Sam Raimi shit, that's when it got like really good. I thought, yeah. like at the end of the movie, I'm like, this is crazy. This is just like total campy, like army of darkness level. He, like, yeah, he made another shock, Raimi film, love which it. is the shocking to me that they would let him do that. But I'm happy they did. But that's great. Yeah, God, God bless it. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking awesome that like the last part of this movie. I thought, um, yeah, and I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, I, I my biggest fear with this movie that after Spider Man, that they were going to try and turn this whole multiverse thing into a reference delivery system. So yeah. it's like, oh, because in the teaser they were they were saying like, uh, I guess spoilers. Uh, Professor X's voice was heard, so I was, I was thinking worst case scenario. Oh, is this like what this is just becoming now? Just like mm-hmm. free oh. guy reference, just mm-hmm. central. That's cool. Yeah, um, I was worried yeah. about that because that that caught me off guard. I didn't I, I didn't watch the teaser and I didn't li- listen to any. I had no oh, idea. So that's great. Oh, really? Yeah, I was able. Oh, that's as, so cool. I what was nice about uh, watching it in that way is like as soon as uh, you know it shows the hand. I recognize the theme, and I haven't seen that fucking the X Men movie since a billion years ago. Since <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was like on DVD, X Men Three or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was like I was like, oh, I immediately got it, and then it was like, shit, it's Picard from X Men. <laughs> <laughs> Those movies are so awesome, the X Men movies, and yeah, that theme's very memorable. When he showed up, um, that's in the trailer though, so I knew that was happening. But it's cool you had that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to get it as in- intended, and and yeah, I was I was kind of dreading I was dreading that scene too, Alex. Like, why would they put that in the trailer? Yeah, because so uh, they want people to see it. That's like a Morbius thing. <laughs> it's yeah, I don't know why you'd ruin that reveal. But. To be fair, they didn't give away anyone else. Yeah, they didn't give away Captain. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like whatever. <laughs> they got it, they got it played by Jim from The Office. <laughs> Wasn't because they they don't have a good Fantastic Four, so they can't have a memorable like. Oh, we're bringing him back because nobody gives like, what Miles Teller. You're gonna put him in this? Like <laughs> that would have been funny. I would have loved that. Yeah, don't canonize that film. <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah, that one I doesn't exist. Um, it's not real. They should have gotten the original actor who played Reed Richards. They should have gotten the first Fantastic Four. <laughs> they should. I mean, I didn't mind him. He wasn't the problem with the movie. I thought he was pretty good. The problem with the movie was like everything else. Yeah, you like him dancing? That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just like the actor. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they had the fucking balls, they would have gotten Chris Evans to play the Human Inferno. 
yeah. in the same universe as Chris Evans, uh, Captain America. Just bring him back, and that would have been funny. If, as and just fuck. never address it. Yeah, just have no one ever address it. Yeah, that would be that would be close. Yeah, the Human Inferno, the Human Torch. It's the Human Torch. I am human, the human Torch. torch. Thank you. I don't know the name. <laughs> the Human Inferno. Why not? It sounds cool. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, you might if as they well. Had the balls, I think you just made it. up. I'm like, is there some other character in this movie that I the, don't know about? Yeah, the Human Inferno? Chris Evans to play two different superheroes in the same timeline. <laughs> the, the guy with the lightning bolt was cool. His death was cool. Yeah. It became like a fucking... It became like a horror film. Like It was so gruesome. Oh, but I loved it. I mean, I'm not complaining. I thought it was great. This is the goriest Marvel film I've ever seen that's a part of this Disney Marvel canon. Yeah. That's like, why I loved been... it. It was so gruesome. Yeah, it's surprising. Like yeah. what it, is the Punisher Marvel? Yeah, but that was like kind of tucked away on Netflix, though, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's not a mm-hmm. part of this. The the movies aren't in the MCU at all. Yeah, and and that show, yeah, is you're right. It's like buried under tons yeah. of other content. Yeah, in ter- in terms of like what we can connect to, like Infinity War or whatever, goriest uh-huh. one. Yeah, um, really cool. That's He's for good. sure. It's kind of weird. It's connected to WandaVision too. Oh, you know what's great? Um, I think that's the biggest tie-in. I didn't see WandaVision, and I didn't see the first Uh Doctor Strange, and I didn't feel confused the entire time. I was like, I made the right decision. Really? Okay, that's that's interesting. I was going to ask Uh about that, because it's been a Marvel thing for a while where it's almost like there's a checklist for each movie. Like, oh, have you seen WandaVision? Have you seen Doctor Strange Mm -hmm. 1? But yeah, they do kind of write it in a broad enough way where it's like... It's it's not like <laughs> gonna go over your head particularly. It's, yeah. it's not that complex. I'm allowed to it's, watch it's it. Like I'm just magic. not allowed to give it a rating. I guess, <laughs> but I will. <laughs> is, is that how it works with the the Marvel fan? Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> people just make shit up. I just I review things how I want. Yeah, Other true. people try to enforce how I do it, but whatever. But as far as like fears for this movie were concerned, the other fear I had was. Sam Raimi, he made that like Wizard of Oz movie a while ago, I think, under Disney, oh, yeah. and I, I didn't really enjoy that, and I thought a lot of his character was lost. I, I don't know if that was because of the rating or whatever. So I was just feared, fearing him being neutered or, or toned down, but it, I was I was actually kind of on the total opposite. I was shocked at how much they seemed to just let let it become his own thing, become a, a Sam Raimi horror yeah. movie, effectively, with uh, a really nice kind of bait and switch with the villain. Like, the, the, they introduced this new, like, MacGuffin character called America who can hop through uh, America universes. And she's, yeah, she's, <laughs> like, talking about... Oh yeah, there's this there's this demon that's after me. So you're just picturing some big squid thing or some vi- like villain from the first Doctor Strange movie, but it's it's kind of revealed to be Wanda. And, then it, and it also reminded me of like um, in Captain Marvel, the problem where she's such a powerful character. I was always thinking it would be so much more fun if this kind of character archetype was the villain. And Wanda's so powerful, her being the main driving conflict is kind of a compelling, scary thing to watch. The, the main characters have to try and defeat because she's she's ridiculously overpowered and mm-hmm. and like in that scene where she like violently tears apart everyone it's a, it's a nice spectacle that really matches Sam Raimi's style yeah yeah I'm glad uh, he was able to do that and so what one of my questions I guess because you have both seen WandaVision um yeah is one a criticism that I heard about the show um, so I'm a, I'm aware that essentially spoilers for WandaVision. We already said spoilers for this movie, but whatever. Um, th- she in, basically enslaves an entire town. She mind controls them so she can <laughs> LARP about having kids. 
right? Um, does it basically in the show? Is there a level of tone or implication that what she's doing is wrong? Because I, th- I I seem to remember some people criticizing the show or people who watched the show as being like, oh, it's like, you know, it's painting her as like a good character still, but what she did is actually horrible. Whereas now in this film, it seems like they're actually being like, okay, what she did is like kind of fucked up is like what they're saying. So did they did it feel that way in the show or no? Not particularly, because mm-hmm. there was they were showing like the two sides of the story. They were showing Wanda's mm-hmm. version, which was all like framed with the the different eras of uh, reality TV. Well, not reality TV, you know, the sitcoms, yeah. the different style of sitcom. Yeah. But then it it would cut to outside of what she was seeing with like a an agent or whatever who's trying to take her down and show the other side of it. So it wasn't really fully endorsing it. Like I don't, I'm not the biggest Wanda Vision fan, particularly so. Mm-hmm. Do you remember anything different, Ralph, in regards to that? Yeah, I agree with what you said. That it focuses. I like how you put it. It focuses on like both sides because you see Wanda. You know, she's she's kind of a piece of shit because she uh, she takes over this whole town and like possesses all these people, right, to make them into like a sitcom or whatever. Like that, like yeah. they're living in a sitcom. But yeah, on the other hand, she's like, you know, like, kind of sympathetic angle. Because it's like mm. a comic book movie, and she's a comic book character, so you know she has her family. She she loves her kids. She misses Vision, right? Well, so there's like all, all these be... different angles. She's ultimately the protagonist of the of that show, but she's played as like the antihero, which is why it's kind of interesting, you know. Yeah, uh, it was good kind of writing in that way. Like it's not really what you expect, and you know I think the Scarlet Witch is like the bad guy ultimately, but yeah, they, they play around with the character a little bit, like. She's quite sometimes tragic. she's good, sometimes she's bad. Yeah, because she's she is tragic. That's that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they really solidify her as like inherently evil in this film. Oh um, yeah, she's like killing people. Yeah, but I you know I think that's more fun and interesting than no, just yeah, like cool. going the other way with it because we have enough heroes. Like, why not have like a developed and sympathetic villain? like wanda and i knew they were going to take it that and way and they do have the like the sp- isn't the spell kind of like corrupting her in some way too they have that oh, yeah. angle so it's oh, not yeah. fully on her yeah the same one that's kind of it's doing something to dr strange towards the end yeah yeah I, I don't really fully understand all the magic rules or whatever but i'm fine with what it allows like as long as they keep it strange and weird and i feel like sam raimi fully embraced <laughs> that with like the the music f- fight scene mm-hmm. yeah the like demons the, with like the weird voices that talk yeah like popping the eye out of the demon yeah well yeah these things are like Army such darkness, trademark sorry. sam raimi uh isms <laughs> you know the eyeball popping mm-hmm. and yeah. even the sound effect like when it pops like the or whatever i can't <laughs> yeah just so um, cartoony yeah, yeah that happened in evil dead that happened in oh, yeah uh, fucking drag me to hell uh the uh-huh. end title sequence the rorschach shit was very Drag me to hell mm. uh, title sequence. Yeah, um, yeah Sam Raimi. The, the whole ending was very Sam Raimi. Yeah, the possessed dead. They even say the. They don't say book of yeah. the dead. They say book of the damned. But it's like okay, like this is this is Sam Raimi shit. <laughs> like there's yeah, so the much book of, of the damned. It, he literally yeah, just made I a Sam Raimi. The the part where they all hear like whoa the the sound crazy sound effects coming from the room and you see the Dutch angle go from one forty five degree to the other forty five degree and it zooms in on the door mm-hmm. several times as yep, the doors yep. close. I'm like that's that's trademark yeah. Sam Raimi well, shit. Eye zooms. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's yeah. there's so much in here for Sam Raimi fans, and I was like. I wonder how the general public perceives this because most people watching this aren't Sam Raimi fans. That's 
That's what's interesting yeah, well, to me about it. How was your audience reacting? Because uh, it they, wasn't like a normal it. Marvel movie for me. Not at all. A bit more quiet. People weren't laughing as yeah. much. as the Because I was finding it really funny in that Sam Raimi kind of way. Like when, mm-hmm. when the eyes popped out of the creature and all the, all the goofy over the top like horror elements. I, I was like finding that hilarious. But I don't know, I don't know if the audience was quite yeah. as much. It's got 7.5 on IMDb right now. That's probably going to go down over time. I think it's uh, down. 61 Metascore. I was expecting like a bit higher Metascore. I was expecting critics to be more like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sam Raimi, but who the fuck knows? It's really, just, it's just fucking Marvel people. Like it's not consistent. Or like, it's like who gives a shit? Like it's a fun fucking like Hollywood movie that like Sam Raimi made. He actually did something fun with it. Yeah, there's there's definitely things I don't like about this, but yeah, it was mostly the story though. Like I have issues with that and like the pacing. I think it's really slow. Like toward the beginning, yeah, but once it gets to the structure. Sam Raimi craziness, like I felt like they should have given him more creative freedom than they probably did because I heard about like kind of reshoots he had to do the whole thing with Charlie Theron, like the post credit scene that was stupid. Oh, that was fair, yeah. Like, so so dumb. Like that's that felt thrown in. Um, I like the other one with Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yeah, because didn't they like change the order? Like this was supposed to come out before Spider Man or something. Oh, they really? Did a bunch of reshoots to. That's funny. Yeah, so I assume I don't sense. know if the America character was supposed to be involved or something. Or really? With the whole multiverse what? angle. Yeah, that, I think I think that's the theory or something. That's like that. crazy um, to me. She seems yeah. really out of place, honestly. Like she can't act mm-hmm. for shit. She's bad. She was no, so I didn't annoying. think she was. I didn't think she was a bad. She performance. was awful. She was a terrible actor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the um, I thought the kids were bad. The Wanda's kids, the the two boys, they were better than America Chavez. In my no, opinion. they weren't. Yeah, when they, they were, were singing on the fucking couch and they were <laughs> like, that was, Happy that was cheesy America. in terms of that like was what all, they got oh my them god, to do. It was cringing. But in terms of like what cringing. the actor did and work working with like what they were given, America Chavez fucked up. She was bad. <laughs> the kids, <laughs> the kids did. What did you think fine. of um? What did you think of Rachel McAdams? Um, she was fine. Yeah, she was. Just I haven't fine. seen her in a while. Yeah, that was, she was like, okay. Basically, what I was thinking. She's probably better than she is in the first one. In the first one, she has she like was nothing in the to first do. One, yeah, to I didn't watch the first yeah. one, so I was like, oh, yeah, hey, and yeah, in the first one, she's just like the love interest here. She's like, I don't know. There's like the different versions of her. One of her's a scientist trying to help, like America Chavez, or whatever. that was more a more interesting thing for her to do. I, I think she fights Wanda or something, right? I don't, uh, I don't know. It's like. I don't know. And there's more, there's more like women characters in this movie in general than there are in, in Doctor Strange, the first one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a big plus, I think, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah, I think I that is a criticism of the first one I have. With all the stuff that has going on, it still manages to maintain its central. Yeah, this is a like Doctor Strange and Wanda movie mostly. It doesn't really stray uh-huh. and get too distracted yeah. from that. You, you learn I, I more really about like his character. He's, he's got a... A fun arc that's fitting enough, and Sam Raimi knows how to explore it enough. It did remind me a little bit of the of his Spider-Man movies, especially with that opening and just getting straight into the action. And sure, yeah, uh, yeah that side of it was fun. Yeah, uh, I like Sam Raimi's style, and I like like the two characters. Right, um, I think what the this movie's missing that the first one had is uh, Tilda Swinton. I feel like that was a big plus. Yeah, of the first yeah, one. yeah. Um, and that's kind of missing oh, in, yeah. in here. That's why I'm kind of interested to get your thoughts on Doctor Strange, Adam, because Tilda Swinton's in that one. And she's like one of the best parts of it. I feel yeah. like she definitely elevates that one. And Sam Raimi kind of elevates this because like, you know, I don't think Doctor Strange is that interesting of a character, really. I think no. it works better in an ensemble <laughs> or 
Like, but I think it's good in this movie that he's kind of just part of the story. Like, he's definitely the main character, but there's all these other things going on to focus on. Like, Wanda is, like, a huge part of the movie, and they make her, like, sympathetic. And, uh, I don't know, it's really corny. Like, I'm not saying it's not fucking over-the-top and corny, but it's, like, who who gives a shit? It's a fucking, like, Marvel movie (laughs) made for, like, families. Like, I don't give a fuck. And, like, the fact that that he went this crazy with the violence is, like, awesome, I think. It's just, like, it was a total, like, Sam Raimi, like, camp fest i'm like all right mm-hmm. i'm totally with this <laughs> like it just goes fucking crazy like at the end i love all that stuff the visuals of him going through the, the multiverses and and all that stuff i really enjoyed that sequence i thought that was great that the effects there were really um inspired i'm not a huge fun. fan of benedict cumberbatch i don't like there's no movie where the, the i actor. feel like i've it been been uh impressed by him and there's no movie where i'm like yes i like that you're in it um, somebody he made a, a Reddit look. post at mm-hmm. one point, yeah, and they were like, "This is who should have played Doctor Strange," and I was like, "Hell yeah!" But I forget who it is now. And I just did a Google search, <laughs> and, and, I, and I found a thing that said uh, that Jared Leto was considered for Doctor Strange. <laughs> the, the <character laughs> oh, yeah. That would have been that great. Been funny. Well, where's that time? Um, yeah, I, I like Benedict Cumberbatch better in um in the Spider-Man movie <laughs> in No Way Home. I thought he was really good in that. I thought I thought that was fun. The you know him with the coffee mug and like kind of played for laughs like that was more fun the mental yeah i like his character more in that movie yeah it was just more fun you know and here it's just like he's just dr strange like all right i'm a mystical guy and he doesn't make a good lead for me um the his sidekick guy i don't remember the name like i would he seems like more interesting than dr strange yeah like he's like way more interesting long i would like to see him Um, as the lead there those scenes were fine the scenes with them are decent. Yeah. yeah. He could have been in the movie more, I felt, Wong. Yeah. Um, He's a more interesting character. I just, yeah, I'm I'm not into the whole yeah. vague powers, uh, Mr. Stoicism guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know? I mean, it, it, it could work. It just depends. But I, I, I like Doctor Strange being around. I, I, I Like, when I look at some of the new ones they're introducing, like Captain Marvels and whatnot, I just like... His core yeah. base abilities are a good excuse to show off certain types of action that's just way more creative and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. thinking yeah. about how he's been used, like in like Infinity War and like combining him with Spider Man and stuff, and having the, it's like yeah, port, in those like a two, video it's game great. portals going around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just not not as a main character. Uh-huh. For me. Exactly. I think like um, I think Harry Potter's a bit more of like a sympathetic character. I think that's kind of more what I'm looking for because like yeah. Doctor Strange is just like an asshole. <laughs> Like he makes Bruce Campbell like punch himself in this movie. I'm like, why would like a superhero <laughs> for three months or something? Do three that? Weeks? Yeah, for like three weeks or whatever. Yeah, like that's horrible. Like, why would a superhero yeah, a bit, do that? But there's a point. I'm like, that oh, that's Campbell why I was Campbell. thinking. Like, who gives a shit? This is a Sam Raimi movie. Like, it's fucking dumb. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm thinking about the characterization of Doctor Strange. It's just like, who gives a shit? It's just like a dumb joke <laughs> in the movie. That's not to say he doesn't get anything though. Like, um, towards the end, he has that scene with like the corrupted Doctor Strange, which is like really yeah. fun and campy and. It's, it reveals stuff about his character and whatnot. It's it's like just enough for me where it is, making, it is progressing him somewhat sure. as a character compared to <laughs> he is kind of like just straight up a dick in the first movie and it's kind <laughs> of like I guess the point and he's, he's slowly having it his character chipped down and showing a bit more empathy but yeah, I get what you're saying about him being the lead, but what saved it was having the the horror wonder like 
forcing the story along and yeah. stopping it from getting boring. It wasn't like a you know the Taika Waititi Thor movie where every time it's cutting to the the villainous angle, it's just kind of like. Yeah, this half of the movie is just not as fun as the other half. I want to go back to the other <laughs> half. Whereas here, it's like yeah. each time it's the A and B stories are like equally as interesting. So yeah, yeah, that was it. it was focusing on so many other things. Other. And yeah, I didn't find that America Chavez character as annoying as you. I don't she think. Was so I, I just I found her fine. Yeah, I thought she was actually not as distracting. I th- I think she could have been really annoying, but I don't think she was really. Um, I thought she was pretty well integrated into the movie. Uh, I don't know. I. I was—I really just had an issue with like the story in that first part. Like, it didn't even have any cool action. Like, all the cool action set pieces I could think of are like toward the middle and the end. Like, the beginning is like when he was fighting that lizard. Well, not lizard, whatever that fucking squid thing with the eye. Octopus like, thing. I didn't find any of that. <laughs> whatever the <laughs> fuck that was, I didn't find that that interesting. I was kind of no dot uh, dozing off at that part, like nodding off. I yeah, guess. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't into I was, that. Yeah, so much. this is not really doing anything. Like, nothing's really happening. As soon as the eye pop happened i was into it but the, <laughs> the ipop <laughs> that was yeah, funny. still figuring out the tone yeah the but that's like what 10 minutes in the movie or whatever there's just so much like banter and like bland action in the beginning mm-hmm. i'm just like yeah i'm not really digging this at all i was kind of rolling my eyes yeah but that then, dream sequence or whatever was like really lame sure when it gave up and just became a sam raimi like camp fest that's when i loved the movie that's when it got great for me Mm-hmm. I would I would have preferred if the movie was just that from like start to end. Uh, I did enjoy the ending too, like when the eye popped out. I'm like, that's that's a perfect Sam Raimi ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Something. Yeah. Um, Do you guys have anything else to say about this? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say earlier um, when we were talking about like WandaVision and her character. I think what really solidifies her as particularly evil in this movie is something that perhaps they didn't intend uh, f- for this, but. They have this uh, short moment where Doctor Strange is like, well, what's going to happen to the Wanda whose universe you enter who already had the kids? And the she doesn't mm-hmm. say anything, but the immediate implication is, well, duh, she's going to kill her because that's what, that's what you do in movies where you try to steal your life uh, from yourself in a different dimension yeah, or so. <laughs> time travel or whatever. That's always the implication. But I'm like, if she was a good person, she'd just be like... I'd just be chill and they'd have two moms and I'd explain to myself like, hey, I'm from a universe where I don't have kids and I'm really sad. Can I just hang out? And I'd be okay with that because I'm me and I know me and I'd be okay. But she knows she's evil enough that she'd have to like kill herself. So it's like, I don't know. If she was cool, she would just chill with her mom self and be a a double mom. (laughs) But... Yeah, that I think that's what makes her really evil. <laughs> she knows she America, just America chill. Chavez yeah. had two moms. America exactly. Chavez had two moms in the movie. That's why I got banned and like I got banned in a bunch of countries for that. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um oh, so course, was this yeah. the movie where there was that like news tabloid thing about like Marvel refuses to cut this for Saudi Arabia or wherever? Is this the movie that they were doing this or is there another one coming out? There's one for like every Marvel movie. Like I read one about I think the latest Spider-Man wasn't running in China because they wanted to take out the Statue of Liberty imagery from the end or something. Yeah, like so the- <laughs> I I don't know. I've heard conflicting shit about this. Uh, yeah, it's banned in Saudi Arabia, apparently. Uh, but yeah, the, the huge, the, the tabloid, the news story was uh, Disney refuses to cut this. And so everybody's like, 
good guy Disney or good corporation Disney, but we'll see. I there was some post I didn't look into it further, but there was there were some posts on my subreddit that were like, okay, this is inaccurate. Um, but I didn't look into it because I haven't seen the movie yet by that point, and so now now I want to look into it, but I can't find the shit. So whatever. Eventually, I don't know. Like, at, at what point will we get like? a main character that's gay. <laughs> like, I don't know. I know, it's taken a while, isn't it? Like, how many of these have they made? A lot. Tens and tens of them. Yeah. Probably <laughs> almost almost 30 at this point. Yeah. Yeah, she had two moms. But it, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like they probably don't even know how to approach it even if they wanted to. Because they know it would be mm-hmm. like yeah. banned and, in and like... she's a lesbian too. In like but... 60 plus countries, you know? Yeah. If they had a gay main yeah, character. Well, uh, and then they would be forced with anything. the, like, okay, do we countries. make them, like, really gay? <laughs> or or do we make them, like, oh, you can't tell, but then they kiss someone of the same gender later in the movie. Yeah. And then it's like, who are, you're going to upset people either way, no matter how you go about that. But I don't know how many comic characters are like that either. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is there fucking new Superman or something. Superman's son is bisexual, apparently. Oh really? Is that comic canon? Yeah. All right. There you People go. were mad about it like a month ago or something. Oh. Yeah. Every now and again, there's a new uh, game like comic character that people get angry yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. In these like comics that nobody reads anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. just, just yeah, we can afford to play a little with that market. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not yeah. like they're exactly. raking in the dough. Just give <laughs> right. them to some rando. Just like, oh, you can rate this. Okay. <laughs> Do whatever you want. It's a comic book. It really doesn't matter because, like, a part of the reason why there is all this, no, like, multiverse shit is just because, like, yeah, even even in the 60s, like, a lot of comic book writers were just essentially doing, like, yeah, whatever, fuck it, I'll do whatever I want. Yeah, that's why these comic book stories, like, who cares about the consistency or, like, whatever. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it was never consistent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've all reset, like, so many different times because mm-hmm. it just gets so convoluted. It's like, oh. <laughs> It'll be easier just to start again than to try and continue this ridiculous yeah. thread of like shit. <laughs> Do you dig on multiverses? <laughs> so yeah, is this becoming like a fucking trend or is it just a weird coincidence? So in Marvel, like they were planning to do multiverse shit because Spider-Man and now the Doctor yeah, Strange Yeah, it's always part of Marvel. Right? But I think it's going to be a case of they're just going to start the trend of everyone copying them. Like everyone, everyone's going to like want that that same mm. kind of excitement, you know? It it excites like everyone's oh oh reference the potential for like reference or thing I know or, you know member berries is like it's just yeah. too much. So every like intellectual property holder is going to want to do their <laughs> their equivalent one. Like you've already got that Batman one on the way. I'm sure they should, there a Batman uh, every studio is like on the way? yeah. The Flash is um what? Th- this Flash yeah. movie is supposed to be like a Batman multiverse. Oh, I think uh, is Ezra yeah, Miller Keaton's in there. <laughs> I don't know how, what they're doing um, with, uh, with this recent news about him, like how they're yeah, handling like, that. Shit. I'm pretty sure they're relying on him to be like the, the the reset for that DC. It was supposed to be like the flashpoint is like the whole DC reset button, but they can't. It's funny because really I hate him anyway. Lean on that now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What the fuck? Yeah. So they're That's kind of really screwed. Funny. But it's funny. It's also yeah. funny because he's in the Fantastic Beasts movie, and it's like, well, they got rid of Johnny Depp. So what? What are you not going to get rid of Ezra Miller? He's beating everybody up in Hawaii. 
Isn't he? Is he the new one? Yeah, I don't he's know. in there. He's like a major oh, character, wow. I think, in these yeah. new ones. Oh, I, I haven't seen. I the remember he was one. in the first one. I think. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and That's I think he was in the I'd second seen. one. It's just the the sequel was so so bad. Yeah. Um. Well, shit. Doctor Strange. Um. I guess we can give our ratings since we're like <laughs> we don't even want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have much else to say about. It. I like when it got to Sam Raimi craziness. I'm gonna make a review of it eventually. I'll talk about it more. I'd give it a seven out of ten. I'm pretty solid on it. Mm-hmm. Seven. I, I liked it. I don't know if I like it. Maybe I like Spider-Man: No Way Home a little more. Although I like the style of this movie a lot. I just think like it really could have been like tightened and paced better, and like that first part really dragged for me. But like if all that was fixed, then yeah, I would have really liked it more. Um, I love Sam Raimi's fucking zany shit like <laughs> i love it when it's just get, it's like total campy like army of darkness total t- t- toward the yeah. end like it's great i like that stuff um what did you guys rate it yeah i'm pretty much there with you with like a on first watch i'd give it a seven out of ten three and a half star yeah, yeah i like all the same kind of things i, I like that style of surprised <laughs> that much of raimi came through and they allowed him to do that much with it but i suppose it's just a good fit with the whole doctor strange yeah. strangeness and yeah, that side of it's cool. Yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home looks like a Super Bowl ad. Like, <laughs> this looks a lot, like a lot better, more interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's one thing all the Marvel movies do, where like whenever they have to deliver dialogue, it's like it's like they're bored. Like the direction is always <laughs> so boring. It's just like uh, it's like a flat image with like two cameras and then just swapping A B right. A B, and then action happens and then it's like the mo- the camera's free yeah. and everything's flowing. It's Other the most incredible thing you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, Team yeah, exactly. B is taking over. But um, but Sam Raimi kind of balances that out a bit because a lot of the dialogue is actually complemented with fun visuals with the camera swooping around and all these zooms and everything's kind of blocked out in a way more entertaining and kind of fittingly comic way. He gets this kind of material if you're into that tone. Um, it, it, it does work, but it is kind of bogged down by the the marvelness. Like, it has to be there, obviously, and as you're saying. Like, it sometimes it can be a bit of a, oh, I, I, I'm surprised they, it, it went that far in terms of the violence or the, the horror and gore. So I, I've been seeing all this stuff about people being like, like memes of people being like, yeah, take parents taking their kids to see this movie like their little kids thinking they're about to get their their fun silly like little marvel movie like captain america and then they get this like zombie being reincarnated like horror movie you know like, <laughs> witch stuff yeah it's... but i don't know i i think they'd like it <laughs> I think yeah cool. i'd love this this is the kind of stuff i'd <laughs> yeah. love as a kid but yeah you know, it might be too it's much for some cool. people this is the right. first movie that sam raimi has directed since oz the great and powerful and that was nine years ago in 2013 wow isn't that crazy like yeah i this is it's great that they allowed him to be himself it's it's as much as you could hope for from a marvel movie directed by sam raimi they he they just let him make a movie for sam raimi fans which is just crazy uh i don't consider i i'm probably never gonna watch it again i wouldn't want you, you know i would sooner watch evil dead trilogy drag me to hell or even spider-man movies uh Mm. yeah i have no i have no reason to watch this over any of the other raimi films that i like more than this but i still i loved what it was and um one of the better marvel films don't regret watching it uh six out of ten it was good all right cool cool awesome and uh i guess that brings us to 
av- Avatar. <laughs> yeah, my pick was uh, the big one. The, the number one movie, guys. The, <laughs> the big was The number one movie yeah. of all time. <laughs> I'm doing the music Avatar. from Avatar. I, we haven't talked about a James Cameron movie as a I recommendation, know. have we? I do want to recommend uh, no. fucking Titanic at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's been a while since I've seen There's that. There's a 4K Blu-ray coming out like later this year, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, so so Avatar, what's, what's the plot? So Spoilers. yeah, 2009, James Cameron's Avatar. It's um, Dances with Wolves um, in space. <laughs> Pierogi Hunters. The, the blue alien. Pocahontas. Yeah, it's Pocahontas. It's, it's, it's a big, it's a big sci-fi epic, um, kind of based on uh, the world of Pandora, and the plot is an excuse to show off the world building, um, for the most part. Um, but yeah, it's it's been on my mind lately because, of course, the the sequel is coming out and. Over the years, people have kind of been picking the movie apart in terms of yes, number one, it's the it's the biggest movie in terms of box office intake. But people have critiqued its cultural impact. However, you measure something like that, saying that the characters are weak and it's kind of bloated and was just a, a tech demo. So I was curious to go back to it and see if all of the critiques over the years were mm. accurate and. I swear, I, I always have the same cycle with this movie. I always, I think it's going to be worse than it is, but then I'm never enthused enough to ever defend it beyond a just, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, it's <laughs> Avatar. Like it, it, I think it does like what James Cameron was intending. I think with how much it, it's ambitious in terms of it's a fully original world that he had to create from the ground up and try and fit in this huge story, including all these different sides and all the ecology and everything that like an epic like Dune is trying to do, but wedge it into this one movie without any source material. Hmm. And mm-hmm. on those kind of grounds, I can kind of get behind it. But man, there are so many elements of this plot that are so familiar, so kind of tired with the... The technology versus the the kind of native people and the colonialization angle and you know just the this kind of repetitive theme we've seen for so many movies over the years but yeah yeah i'm really torn sure on how it all comes together personally i i agree with like everything you said and everything everyone else says about this movie uh i really like it um in terms of the world world building like i don't think people realize just how like thorough and detailed like the world is that like That's James Cameron created like the the there's a theme park too you know the animal kingdom they have the whole avatar area and it's like really detailed like like all the animals and the plants and like you know if you learn about it online and whatever like yeah there is this whole ecology to like pandora and that that's like part of the movie like it, it's not a real place at all. Like, and you forget about it watching the movie. Like you're so focused on like the story and all these things that are kind of predictable that you forget like, yeah, this isn't a real place at all. It's like completely fictional, but it feels so real and believable. And, you know, yeah. I think that's it, like the draw on, I think that's what really works about the movie. And even yeah, like the, uh, the Navi, yeah, as a people, like they feel very um influenced by like real world things and very detailed also. It's, yeah, it's at its strongest when it is almost presenting itself as a documentary, like these scenes where it is focusing on, 
these huge bird creatures that are flying, these reptilian birds that are flying around, and the predators yeah. that are <laughs> for them. And this, those scenes are fun. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Going into that kind of nerdy ecology aspect is what the heart of the movie is to me, and what keeps it exciting. And it's uh, I, I stumbled across the Avatar YouTube channel because I saw that yeah. they uploaded That's this latest trailer, this latest yeah. trailer to it. Um, and there's like a bunch of old random uploads on there, like really boring interviews with like one of the random producers and stuff like that. But there's a kind of interesting interview of James Cameron talking about it and him like explaining what he wanted to do with the universe. And he was kind of talking about how he just wanted the movie to reconnect people with that childlike fascination with nature and the environment. And I, yeah. I, I totally get that in certain scenes where, because the main character is Jake Sully, this kind of like wide-eyed, curious marine. He's a bit of a jaded marine, but he's also disabled. But um, through the kind of avatar technology, he's able to interact with this new environment and you're experiencing it with him. And it is wondrous and it is kind of like beautiful, mm-hmm. all the yeah. lights and sounds and colors. And that is what what it is about. And it is, <clears throat> and it is what, got everyone in and got everyone curious because there, there is like a kind of documentary kind of style to it in a way uh-huh. he obviously yeah. had to put a plot in there but you could imagine like a, <laughs> if he could have got it if he got could have got away with it it would almost would have been an exciting way to show off a film like if you could do it with like a documentary style mm-hmm. but you need yeah. a plot you need like a reference point like a like a earth like one of those earth documentaries like something like that this is the movie john favreau wishes he could make honestly yeah yeah exactly i kept thinking about that (laughs) that's true yeah this is really well done i was a bit cynical on this movie uh when i was younger um so over 10 Mm. years ago 13 years ago um and one of my gripes uh was like i think this one if not it was nominated but I, i was like uh best cinematography at the oscars and i was like but so much of this is CG, right? Where you can like, you can just decide <laughs> where things go. Um, but I, I, I didn't really truly appreciate up until this watch, which would be my second watch, uh, <laughs> just <laughs> why that makes sense for this film because of how they filmed it and um, the way that these shots flow, uh, the handheld style, like going through the trees and like, it has some great camera work. It has some really, really great yeah. camera work. Yeah. And um, perhaps at the time I was like a bit more, uh, I guess, uninformed on on just how how it works when they film it. You know, they're not like, they're not just moving around models uh, throughout mm-hmm. the entire thing. Like they're they're combining uh real camera work with uh you know modified environments yeah. and stuff like that so there it's, there is a real groundbreaking craft technique. and talent yeah. to the cinematography in this uh, cinematography in this film despite how much of it is you know they, they can add lighting effects they can add uh like background and uh etc they they have a lot of ways they can tweak it much like the performances too, and I, I, I'd like to talk about uh, this aspect in, in terms of like having actors and CG faces. Um, so Andy Serkis mm-hmm. is yeah. like he's famously uh, tried to, I guess, devalue the work of uh, animators by being like, uh, <laughs> "I, I want an Oscar for this because it's all me." And like he goes and there's these crazy YouTube videos where he's like, "It's all me." It's like I'm the entire performance, and it's like it's both. <laughs> 
dude. It's both. <laughs> like you can yeah. you can be a great actor, and the animator can tweak your performance in a way that makes it even better, right? Like it, it, it's a collaborative effort. You piece of shit. Well, yeah. Like a human face doesn't perfectly map onto like a chimp's face. Like an animator has to <laughs> do the work in between to make it make sense. And Andy, I'm a clown, and I belong in the circus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah um andy circus is great lord of the rings i'd say that's like the, the like more recent example i can think before avatar of like a groundbreaking like cgi character um but i feel like avatar is such a major improvement from like lord of the rings or even from like yeah. the robert zemeckis kind of cgi movies if you remember those like the polar oh, express oh yeah and, um, those always look those are awful. uncanny yeah, valid so to me those, those look awful right and yeah. here, like, I think, I think it really works because of the design and like the CGI as well. Like, like a lot of what Adam's saying, like the fact that they're very humanoid, but not exactly human, that they have big eyes. Mm -hmm. I think that helps a lot. You're not like, it's not literally a CGI like person, you know, I think that helps mm. like mm. the uncanny valley aspect. And you have the reference point of all the avatars, like faces or like a real actor. Yeah. Like I feel like they're yeah. very expressive and detailed too. Like every model feels very detailed, uh. I like the you know the, they had they're kind of cat like so they have like these ears that are very expressive as well yeah certain yeah, features tail. like that the tail mm -hmm. it's like the halfway point between furries and weebs so it works. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it works true. for the film because they are kind of these <laughs> expressive like sympathetic creatures which is what I think he was going for like James Cameron I think that kind of works and also there's this kind of like sexual appeal to them especially like Natiri. Which is, like, I think that's really in line with, like, kind of James Cameron's other films as well. Like, we're going to talk about influences, like, Terminator 1 and 2, and, um, like, all of his films, really. They have, like, that strong female character that's, like, kind of badass, also kind of sexy. Yeah. Natiri kind of falls in line with that perfect. Like, I think yeah. she's, like, probably the best character in the film for me. And like, she's, I think she's she is one the of best the best character. actors, she's just, honestly. Like, yeah, like, and so it's like, performance is, is yeah. great. Uh-huh. Several points in this movie, she's, like, delivering... The best. She, she's parts really of, sympathetic. Like, performance. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame she has to act against you know a block of wood, uh, <laughs> Jake Sully, <or laughs> Jake, whatever. <laughs> but like, yeah, I thought she was great in the film. Yeah, and and um, the CGI is so good, and and those techniques like the lighting. Um, there's points where like there's kind of sun shining through like leaves, kind of. Yeah, and it creates like so this ver these very harsh lighting conditions, very harsh shadows, which make the the navi look very real like toward the beginning like i'm like oh that looks great like it almost looks photo real like i can't it looks so good for a movie that came out 10 years ago like i think back to like speed racer we just watched that came out the year before that like that has aged horribly oh, and true. this yeah. this looks great you know it looks so even if it doesn't look like but completely we apparently real didn't the understand time, that movie and it was um, all ironic or something <laughs> <laughs> it's so much more immersive in this film though i felt like they were clearly trying to build a world and even if the cgi fully doesn't deliver at points it's like the the world building and like all these other parts of the movie like kind of help it along yeah i really like that stuff yeah there are some um some shots of the navi when you see up close depending on the lighting source i think i was finding it, it looks yeah. better or worse like uh when they're in the camp and they were lit by the the campfire that looked particularly good and the whole bioluminescence yeah. at night and you know the, those yeah. light sources cast a really kind of pleasing light that made the cg really lifelike and realistic and there wasn't a single part of this movie that i found to be uh 
worse quality CG, but because I watched it in the best way possible on my fucking phone on the airplane <laughs> on the way to Atlanta. I was like, oh, this is playing on American really? Airlines. And, well, because, yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, I can do this on my, I'm not doing anything else on my flight. I had paper and notes, you know, like I had a pen. Yeah. So I was How like, dare okay, you? Sure, yeah. And I experienced, I, I really, I enjoyed it more this time than I watched it in the theater in 2009. So fuck it. <laughs> fuck you, David Lynch. Jesus. Anyway. Um, yeah, it was, uh, so I'll probably never watch that Blu-ray I bought. <laughs> by the time I want to watch this again, it'll be out on 4K. So I watched it on my Blu-ray on my TV. And yeah, you really appreciate the detail the animators, the animators put into like every aspect of the world. And, and yeah, the detail of the creatures. Yeah, I thought it looked did, great for the most part. Did any of you guys um, watch the extended version? No. There, there are two versions no. of it. Um, the last time I saw it quite a few years ago was that extended version, and it, oh. it did kind of sour me on it. Um, it mm. it does really damage the pacing because it's for the most part for how long it is, it's it's got a really quick pace to it. It gets yeah. moving. It does not mm, stop sure. this movie. Um, it kind of lags towards the end of the second act, but for the most part, it moves quick because it has so much it's trying to achieve and set up and <laughs> try and pay off. Whereas, um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just kind of the the, the the spectacle filmmaking curse in a way, where it's if that's at the top of the hierarchy, top of the agenda, this pushing the technology because he famously had this story conceived in 1995 and was trying to get it off the ground, but was told the 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 technology simply wasn't there yet. So it's that, not possible. Yeah, exactly. So that that's clearly been at the forefront, and there's this whole this whole legacy of filmmakers doing this and this. Like George Lucas had this whole fascination with this, uh, I think, ever since the Vietnam War, with, with the you know the he explored it in that his last Star Wars movie with the whole Ewoks going against the technological empire and overcoming it, and fast forwarding to this, it's kind of similar themes and it's all feeding into this central thing of anti-colonialism and just the love of nature, and it, I think it 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 works quite well for kind of a teenage like young adult sort of audience i think it's quite good because it is is fairly on the nose all of the time by by the time you get to like the the horse like running in slow motion and on fire it's almost like beating you over the head with like what it's trying to say with its story but at the same time it's kind of weirdly effective that whole sequence with the the tree being torn down at that point is kind of a an emotional highlight of the movie in terms of yeah yeah this is working in terms of winning me over to the the, the plight of the main character and making the the villains as villainous as possible and getting you in on the whole conflict of everything and yeah the the cgi there was great like the human the very expressions on the on the navi it was like very believable and sympathetic yeah in that scene like the the technology there i'm like wow like yeah, you feel for them, like genuinely. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's just doing so much. And and I feel, I think of like how many other movies you just they couldn't do that like before this film, <laughs> because mm -hmm. it's just the technology couldn't do in a there. Robert Zemeckis film. That's for sure. They they were really trying yeah, in those films, and they just failed completely. Right, and and here it's like it, it looks so good, it looks so real that you're a, com completely immersed in the story. Yeah. My issues with the film are like the human stuff, but <laughs> I guess we can get into that. Um, you were talking about like the, I, I like like the nature aspects of the movie, the documentary stuff. And 
I I listened to like James Cameron talk about like how he had to like defend some of these scenes from being cut, like the flying scenes because really? they were kind of pointless to the plot or like they yeah, went on too some long. Some memorable he, stuff, really. Yeah, and that's that was kind of his defense. He's like he says I like it, you know. Basically, he's like, and you know, he understood that that's kind of the appeal of the movie, right? Is like the the world and like flying around and being in Pandora, not so much the plot itself and like the story, because that's not really what works about this movie. That's more just like a framework to explore like what he really wants to do with this world. And that's kind of what the new one looks like to me. Like he just wants to make a movie about the ocean, like because he likes the ocean. <laughs> like that's that's how his films feel to me. And that's you know, it was it I think you're right, Alex. It's about pushing the technology and and those aspects. It's not really about the story. Um did you ever play the Avatar game? It was like an Ubisoft game, I think. It's funny you asked. I did. I did. You I, did? I did play that. Mm-hmm. Really? I think was I have it, it somewhere. Oh, really? It's okay. I never beat it. It's too long. It's really long. It Wait, seems let me like look they really clip. missed an opportunity there, to be honest. It could have been much better, definitely. Wait, let me see if I have it, because it's it should be right here. What was that on? 360? PS3? Yeah, 360. Yeah, yeah. It might be here somewhere. I've, I've, I have heard it it's be. all right before, that it's weirdly good. For yeah. that era of like tying games. Yeah, there's the uh the sequel to that game is coming out before the movie, isn't it? I don't know. Oh really? Well there there was a trailer for it or something, wasn't there? I don't know. Oh, for the game. Oh, I'll have to look into it. Yeah, the world of uh Pandora. So immersive. I don't know if you guys remember, um we should mention people were like killing themselves when this movie came out. So yeah. they could be reincarnated as like Navi or something. I mean, very a couple people. Yeah, it's got quite a fan base. Yeah, very odd. But that, you know, I guess the film is just that immersive and mind-blowing when it came out. Well, I can understand why, because it's 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 really heavily tapping into the whole, like, my life sucks and I'm going to plug myself into fucking, like, VR and this is where, yeah. like, the real shit is. And now, like, as soon also remember this element of it and why this might connect to some of the, the, the people there. He shows up and they're like, choose a woman <laughs> like they, they're literally like you get to just pick a fucking girl like that mm-hmm. we we have to acknowledge yeah, might connect to some of these people also um literally just like oh shit i was born in the wrong uh, universe and species where i can you know if i was just there then they would accept me and i would be able to live a simple life off the land and no fucking bullshit society, just small tribe shit, and I get to fuck whichever one of them I want. And they have to, they can't, they can't refuse. <laughs> well, it's, it's one of the kind of cool critiques, right? Yeah, maybe it was kind of eye-opening in that it's in its critique of like the United States government and like the military and kind of uh, greed and capitalism and that kind of thing. <laughs> maybe that made people uh, like want to kill themselves or something. <laughs> No, it's just it's it's yeah. it really taps into this like level of escapism that is like specifically targeted at, at people that feel like they don't belong in their current environment, right? Um, so I can understand why Perhaps, there would yeah. be some people that would be like, "Ah, I want to get away," <laughs> you know. <laughs> I yeah, want to fly away. Um, something that I really love about this movie that I didn't fully appreciate the first time, or maybe it just, I did and I didn't remember. Um, but I, I watched this with like good headphones, noise canceling headphones on the plane. I got my, uh, Bose quiet comfort. What is it? 15 or whatever. They're really good airplane headphones. Anyway. Oh, lovely. Um, and 
The soundtrack for this movie is fucking awesome. The score helps yeah. so much. I loved mm-hmm. the score in this movie. Yeah, I thought that, I that agree. it's like w- easily one of the strongest elements of the entire film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people make fun of it because it's kind of like really the, nah! <laughs> whatever. You get the whole movie, but I think it really works for the film. Yeah, I think it's completely yeah. immersive. James Horner, isn't it? Yeah, super well composed, super appropriate when it's used. Yeah, it, I think that's the word. For it it's exists for a lot of the movie, but it hits those beats, those tones perfectly. It, it captures exactly yeah. what what should be there uh, at any given moment. And it's so unique, I think, too. Like, you know. Yeah, great score. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, yeah that, that's why... Um, so since watching it in 2009, um, there's been this whole sort of cynical... Um, I, I don't know what we want Anti-avatar. to call it. Anti-Avatar. Yeah, pushback. <laughs> Uh, this yeah, but that's um, gonna happen because it's like the most exactly it's the highest grossing it's, film it's the of highest all time. grossing the film popular. ever. So there's obviously going to be like contrarianism, which yeah, is fine. For sure, people accuse me of doing that with every movie. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I think it's a decent movie though. Like yeah, know, I, would, I don't I was think gonna it's the say, worst movie yeah, in the highest. No, I, I it's actually, better than um, Jurassic World. I mean, that's I brought up sure. the list of like the top mm-hmm. twenty odd movies just just to see what kind of affair was in there, just to refresh my memories. And uh, after Avatar, you got what Endgame, Titanic, The Force Awakens, Infinity War, No Way Home, Jurassic World, The Lion King, twenty nineteen, The Avengers, Furious Seven, Frozen Two, Age of Ultron, Black Panther, all this stuff pre existing IP. It's the only one that's an original story yeah where the, where the director is the same as the writer so at least on those grounds that's something i'm I'm okay with that being above because it's that is just such an extra challenge in and of itself you 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 don't realize how much of an advantage you have if you are basing your story on something like a harry potter novel off decades of comic book history where you can cherry pick the the best stories from like all these yeah. different writers you got so much these to choose pre-existing from pre-existing fan bases yeah exactly yeah. see the movie right what i was gonna say is um despite there being you know this this pushback uh against it um, a lot of what is being focused on in this pushback, I think it was Jack's films that made the video where he was, uh, going around asking mm. people, uh, like, do you, can you name a single character from this movie? Like you've seen it, you love it. Can you name a single character? Nobody can. Um, and that's a valid criticism. It's also a valid criticism to say it's the exact same plot as Dances with Wolves, Pocahontas, Ferngully, etc. You know, it's a recycled plot. These are all valid criticisms, but... My experience of the movie wasn't really attached to the the result of, of the, the outcome of those criticisms. My experience of the movie was all about the visuals, the soundtrack, and the overall like tone and experience. In terms of like feeling for these characters um, and having sympathetic, empathetic characters, um, feeling for the beats in the story, um, and caring about the world, that was done really well and i really cared about those things and i felt the intended emotions during those parts despite me still not really being able to remember a character's name it you know like it it doesn't really matter to my experience like they created a memorable universe but not memorable i I remember the characters names i remember the characters names i'm just saying that like i don't have to even look them up i know natiri and jake sully like that was never a criticism for me i thought the characterizations is kind of weak at points like or a little too broad or like kind of stereotypical one one one-sided isn't the whole point that the uh the planet is the character 
Like everyone remembers sure. Pandora, right? Yeah. yeah. But everyone remembers all the creatures and the, the birds and the like weird dog things. I remember Unobtainium. Everyone remembers Unobtainium. I remember, <laughs> yeah, the parts with Pandora. My criticisms with it are like this, the human stuff and like whenever it's live action, basically, it's just like the people talking in the lab, the Unobtainium, right? Those characters, the Stephen Lang character. You know, mm-hmm. I really that that character's really over the top. <laughs> it's fucking like ridiculous. You see the colonel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take your ass for juju beads. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> he's way over the top. Uh, he, yeah, he brings up the really cheesiness silly. factor by a significant amount. The comically large yeah. knife—that's fun. That's kind of cheap. <laughs> Um, he's just like the evil general. Yeah, like, there's no subtlety to it. And you know, Sigourney Weaver's like the the. She's kind of a tough chick for one scene, and then she becomes like, "We gotta save the trees. We gotta save the environment." Fucking Michelle Rodriguez playing the character she plays in everything was also kind of funny. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. kind of like just being Michelle whatever. Rodriguez. Um, and and you know, the protagonist of the movie, Jake Sully, is just kind of like the stereotypical kind of blank slate. Lead blank slate character yeah you kind of impose yourself onto yeah he's just a stand-in for the audience basically yeah he's better when he's you know a navi and with the navi stuff you know i think the navi stuff was so com- it was so much more compelling than the yeah. stuff like with the humans i i found sigourney weaver's performance to be much better as a navi i found her to be like kind of annoying in human world for some reason mm-hmm that's how I felt about everybody. She was like, the way she talked. Yeah, it was like really bizarre. I found the Navi world more interesting and just better, and everyone seemed more into it. Yeah, it, it looked like a TV show when it was like on in the human side, right? Yeah, like it just looks so kind of flat to me. Um, hmm. I do like um, how that that angle of it does help for certain scenes of tension because there are some good action and good tension because it is also an action movie first and foremost. So by the time you get to a, the action scene towards the end with the the comically large knife in the in the mech suit fighting the dog and you you have the kind of extra layer at play with jake's like original body in the pod like in the background yeah. with the the mech fun. trying to find him and i don't know I, I i like the way it kind of builds and it establishes a lot of ground rules that it it, it tends to stick to and explore in a kind of satisfactory way and and it's never overwhelming i don't find the exposition to be too distracting because of that pace it's just constantly moving the dialogue yeah isn't great it has a lot of the the kind of hoorah aliens type stuff and it's kind of weird sometimes like clashing against the Mm -hmm. i don't know the more like realism of the ecology stuff Uh, but it is kind of a corny movie i I feel like that tone is (laughs) almost necessary for how much stuff they're trying to achieve with it that there's certain yeah there's certain things you just have to accept and <laughs> you're, you're right they're just like they just took marines from like aliens and just put them in this movie it's just like the exact same thing that's yeah. all i kept thinking i'm like oh it's just the marines from- i feel like there could have been a bit more depth to like the villains i don't think that the, it, that was like absolutely sure. necessary where it's like well d- we'll just make them fucking leave blah 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 blah, blah. like it's a it's a little it's a little much the the way that the, just the black and white nature that they're portrayed as, which is, you know, right. It's the highest grossing film ever. Maybe you just need it uh-huh. to be simple, but I, I don't know. I felt, I, I don't know how much they would have been losing. The Navi are portrayed with so much more dimension and like, yeah, yeah sympathy. They're like, yeah, you, they have so much more complexity to that than like the human characters in this film. They're so just like one dimensional. I don't like how they ripped the design of the Colonel off of, uh, uh, claw from Kimba because he has a scar on his face. 
<laughs> I don't like how they did that. Oh. They should oh, man. be sued by Tezuka's estate. <laughs> how did you feel about all the like mech stuff? Because I, I thought the mech stuff wasn't, it didn't age quite as gracefully as the Navi stuff in, in, in contrast. visually? Yeah, that stuff yeah. looks kind of weak. Yeah. Yeah. There's the old yeah, shot. Yeah. It's, it's kind of that thing, you know, with like Iron Man when he's in the big suit and it like shows his face when he's in it. It's like that disconnect. Your brain can any, tell. Any shot that. involving like a human performance and also in CGI, like when they're in the mech suits or like being held yeah. by Navi or something like that, interacting with Navi. I thought that stuff looked kind of weird. I don't think they were quite there yet. I think maybe now it would look better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I thought it was still good though. <laughs> like these are all like the the story. Yeah, that's what everyone criticizes. But you know, in terms of what he's trying to get across, I think it works pretty well. Yeah, he like, he really had like different it. goals, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily about like the the characters specifically, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is why I'm so curious about what he's his approach to these other movies. Yeah, it's been so long and all this stuff no about idea. like gathering three or four different writers to all give a different treatment and it seems like he's taking a different approach with it because what other angle is there you've proven that the world's kind of cool and interesting and you've got the ecology side of it but now you've got to continue the story in some way what else is is at play even (laughs) you kind of solve a lot of the central conflict in the movie by the end so yeah what they're just going to come for more on obtainium I I have no idea (laughs) I have no idea. That's true. I'm worried. You know, what's annoying to me is that I'm worried they're going to pull like a Matrix Reloaded and have Avatar 2 leave on a cliffhanger because we know that there's more coming. Uh, I'm that, yeah, That's what sure. I'm uh, anticipating being annoyed about is like the yeah. end on a cliffhanger nature of these sequels <laughs> that I'm hoping they doesn't happen, but probably coming. will. Yeah. 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 For sure. They've created, yeah, they've created uh, a really interesting world where uh you know a bunch of nerds will want to leave their own lives and go to it you know you've got reincarnation (laughs) you've got like the tree of life and the whole idea of like oh i didn't believe in magic as a scientist but now i hear the trees and it's their ancestors and it's real there's something more it's like Mm -hmm. it, it feels like there's more purpose to that world than boring human world where it's like humans don't even live past their deaths but the navi do or something <laughs> like mm-hmm. every animal has like a USB slot, you know, and then it's like I don't <laughs> yeah. even have to train you. You just fucking. <laughs> That's how they do it. That's how they bang. Apparently, I remember tails. like there was like a YouTube parody animation or something where they fucked with their hair. Where they it was like Avatar sex scene. Yeah, that was um Harry Partridge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's in the movie. I thought it was in the movie, but then it wasn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's an extended sex scene in the oh? extended version of the movie. Do they fuck with their hair? Because I'm pretty sure that's what the joke... Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't watch the extended version, right? or maybe I, I just... I don't know what the difference is between did them. Did they fuck... Yeah, I was waiting for that part, and I was like, did I remember it wrong? If they fuck with their hair, then surely um, they're just fucking everything they communicate with. I don't right? know if they do fuck with but, their hair. I think we're just well, confusing yeah. it with the animation. I think we've canonized oh, yeah. the animation in our memories. Oh, really? Uh, that's yeah, that's what I was possible. about to say. Is like I don't think they actually do. <laughs> I remembered them doing that, but I, I think it was because of that animation. <laughs> I don't think it ever showed them fucking with their hair. And I'm glad that I'm not the only person that got confused. 
because I don't think that happened. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I don't even care what the truth is. That is just how it sits in my mind. That is just the law in my yeah, mind. My head canon. I, I thought that was just yeah, canon. Do you, watching this movie made me feel like perhaps in a first draft, um, what they did with their hair was actually with their tails or something, and then maybe the studio was like, "That's too weird to do it with their hair," because like on all of these <laughs> other species, like. It's not really their hair. It's like an appendage. It's like a like just a weird thing coming right, out of the, any place in their body. Yeah. But the Navi, it's specifically their hair. And that sticks out as weird to me because they style their hair in other parts. So it's like, okay, well, they cut their hair, right? And it's like, it's not really... Yeah, like, so what's the... Like, what's the... It, it makes it weird to, to think about how that works, like, mechanically or uh, biologically, I guess. Yeah, but they're aliens, so... I know, if it was with their tails, though, it would make more sense. <laughs> the hair the hair part yeah. makes it weird. I, I do like the weirdness, though. I think it, I think it's kind of hilarious. Because it's like individual strands. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. I it's like... like yeah. which, which parts of it are, like, for the style on the, like, on their bangs? Like, if they pulled back more of their bangs, would it connect with the thing? If they grew out their bangs and because parts of their hair, the, like the style parts. Yeah, maybe they style around the central. Maybe, uh, uh, so maybe someone in the comments can answer this for you. Is the hair hiding another tail coming from their head? That's what I'm kind of picturing in my head. Is like <laughs> yeah. the hair is covering yeah. some sort of appendage that they, they and they join. style it. But yeah, I don't <laughs> think they fucked with their hair. I think that was the animation. Okay, someone in the comments, uh, the lore, the Avatar lore expert, can let us know on that one. Yeah, I, I remembered it that way, but I. Th- think we've been bamboozled because <laughs> it's been so long <laughs> how do you do this like how it's been so long this is like there's so many video games that have this happen but like i don't know like you'd expect it to just be canceled at this point you know it was like duke nukem forever yeah but it, but because of its standing as the top grossing movie like i guess I guess he can just have as much time as was needed. Is it a needed situation? Like, it doesn't seem like he was in any rush to get it out. It was going to be it's out like, like two years ago before Disney bought Fox or something, right? Yeah, it's, it's confusing, the whole strategy. Like, maybe they can't properly gauge the interest or something. Like, maybe they're not confident at this point. I don't know what they're thinking internally about, like, the, yeah. <laughs> the prospects of Avatar. Because surely they want to push it and make it as big as possible with the whole the disney world integration and just the potential for another franchise for them to like milk into the ground so the teaser trailer was posted one day ago it has 11 million views Mm. okay i swear like there have been other like big movies that have gotten way more than like the batman trailer probably got way more than that in a day yeah marvel movies got a lot yeah but is it yeah is it even the same thing it's yeah, I don't I don't know if they can possibly do like top 10 grossing with this. Unless they have like the craziest trailer 2 or something. Like I don't know. They're going to have to I don't know what they're going to do cuz like how are they even going to communicate in a trailer how like revolutionary the effects are and will they yeah, even exactly. be what are they relying will on? Will they even be revolutionary effects? Cuz we we can't tell from the teaser trailer. If if that's the case, like it yeah. certainly doesn't feel and they can't really lead with the mystery of the story because it's already known as the movie with the kind of boring story that no one really cares about. So it's like, what what part of this is the is the hook? Yeah, really maybe done. uploading the trailer in 1080p didn't help. <laughs> maybe they should have thought about that one. 
because it definitely looked 14. better in theaters. I'm watch I'm watching it right now. I'm like, wow, this looks well, a lot yeah, better. We haven't mentioned that the whole like point was that it's supposed to be pushing 3D technology as well. Yeah. It, yeah. Did you guys see it in 3D That's at the time? I did. I, I did. did. That was like in the theaters, only way to see it for because it was actually impressive. Like it genu- genuinely yeah. was. It yeah. did add to the experience to see it in 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's one of the few 3D movies I like. Like I, that, I would say you should watch in 3D, like yeah. uh, Life of Pi or Gravity, or like one of Kung those. Panda too. When he when he first gets into the Avatar body and it mm-hmm. it does his like feet shot, I'm like, damn. There's probably mm-hmm. a couple people that really like that one. <laughs> just imagining yeah. that in 3D, like just yeah. This whole movie probably awakened some things to some people. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it definitely did <laughs> for some people. Yeah. Did you see that? Um, there's an episode of How to with John Wilson where he goes to the avatar fan club meetup oh no oh it's in oh, season boy. two it's really good you haven't seen <laughs> season two it's imagine. such a great show no. anyway yeah he hangs out with the avatar cra- there's like 10 of them and they seem like i don't know <laughs> furries <laughs> <laughs> but not and they're all speaking navi so i think navi is like a real language by the way oh wow. yeah yeah no i looked into it someone is credited for creating the language yeah so. yeah they did go in that's a cool thing to imagine, creating a language. Yeah, cr- creating worlds is a huge undertaking, a colossal undertaking. Like it's just watching like the Lord of the Rings behind the scenes, the Dune behind the scenes, that and that's with like novels that already exist. Like that's already a huge process. So mm-hmm. I do I I do respect that side of it more than almost how the story comes together. It's almost a better setting for a story than the story we have in Avatar. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Sure, and uh, I kind of want to talk a bit more about unobtainium for a second. Please, I, ne- I never knew this of fact course. about unobtainium. Right, like apparently it's 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 like the real term, like it's engineering jargon for a material that would be perfect for our purposes if we could get it, which we can't. Sometimes an object that actually exists or existed at one time becomes unobtainium because it's unav- unavailable now. And it's like a, a real thing. Still sounds stupid. But the, the term was like popularized. Yeah, it does still sound stupid, but it was like popularized by Avatar. So now I'm just like, well, if it's what, it's what the, the scientists actually, it's like a real term popularized by the movie. Yeah, but not so like, a like a can you really specific criti- thing though, right? Because you're talking about, you're, t- you're talking about unobtainium being used as a term to encompass like, a, a type of a group of things right like anything yeah. that we could yeah but they're they're talking about unobtainium as like a, an element like an actual singular thing so so, so he's know. actually describing it that's like the name of the element or is he yeah like saying I believe it as, so, as a businessman yeah. like he, he he holds up a rock and he says this is unobtainium that's like yeah it's not like I see what you're saying. Unobtainium is any element you can't get. Yeah, that's not how they used <laughs> right, it in the is, movie. That's not that's not how it's used in this movie. No. He literally just holds up a rock it's, and it says, is a, is a this specific is mineral unobtainium in this movie. Yeah, which they can only get on Pandora by killing a bunch of innocent Navi <laughs> and destroying their tree. Oh, okay, so th- this is some fluid karma <laughs> shit. Then yeah, they this they goofed a... it. <laughs> Why would you commit to that name though? It's so. Because they're dumb. Unobt- <laughs> I don't know. Why would you? It is it's a, such a stupid name. Yeah. How, how could they, nobody likes that, right? Nobody likes it's, that that's the name. No. And it's, it's maybe one of the most famous things 
from this movie as far as if we're going to talk about the like culture impact is it's one of the biggest memes <laughs> which one's that from yeah i, I, have to I know that that's up. that's the mcu one yeah, and yeah. i looked up um transformers has one it yeah. might be dumber it's called uh, Trans- it transformers 4 <laughs> yeah is it transformium yeah i was gonna mention that earlier no. yeah it's transformium i was gonna mention that in no. the beginning it's in yeah, transformers yeah, yeah. of four <laughs> It's Stanley Tucci or like whatever someone. Yeah, yeah no! Age of Extinction. Yeah, Age of Extinction's got Transformium. No. Yeah. Beautiful. It transforms into anything. It, it transforms into a JBL speaker. That's what happens in the movie. Oh, God. <laughs> in this product placement. But do, do you remember the, the one um, from Southland Tales? No. Remember that one? <laughs> what was no. it? Fluid Karma. Oh. <laughs> Fluid Karma. You don't remember Why that? do they all sound. Why is this like such a thing? Because it's it's so core to so much of science fiction, like you need a device to have a. But core you don't. For, like the names don't have to be that dumb. Advanced. Oh no, the names don't have to be that dumb why for sure. It, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you'd settle on transforming. All of the all of the karma. names are so dumb. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> you're right. It's just the sci-fi MacGuffin. Like you just yeah. need one, and it's like they you know they give up. I guess it's just like I don't know what to call it. Call it Transformium. You should have called it James Cameranium. Yeah, call it Avatarium. Yeah. <laughs> Just take the title yeah, of the movie. Avatarium does sound like a temporary, something you'd call yeah. it temporarily. And like, we'll come back Suisquidium. to that. Suisquidium. Yeah. What are we, some kind of Suisquidium? <laughs> <laughs> Did you find yeah. it funny how, um, because this came out in 2009, and I guess vlogging wasn't like a big, a big thing mm-hmm. by that point? That, that's like a part of the story where it's the way Jake Sully's like documenting his journey by video logging. Yeah, I just thought it was funny how they they felt the, the script felt unnecessary to like explain that this was like an odd thing for him to be de- doing, even though now it's like True, yeah. not that strange of a concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's funny. True. I didn't think about I didn't think about that. What year is this supposed to be set? Oh dear, it came out two thousand nine. Um, I think it's. I don't think it ever. T- okay, it says twenty one fifty four according to the wiki fandom okay. thing 2154 yeah i didn't okay. have that note down and yeah another like uh just throwaway funny thing was um when sigourney weaver is in her avatar she's got like a stanford shirt on like that oh. fits her avatar <laughs> which like implies oh, that she notice. got it made just to just to flex that she went to stanford to all the <laughs> the navi which is really yeah. funny they just yeah, yeah they I like she, that she stole one from like a basketball player or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was very comfortable in that world. Yeah, she's like very casual with them. Well, one of the other jokes was um, the, the papyrus font. Did you spot that with the subtitles? So, uh... oh mm. yeah, with the title. Mm. Yeah, it was like a big like joke with this movie is like the reliance yeah. on the papyrus font and yeah. like using the papyrus on the poster <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> that's like the SNL skit with Ryan Gosling. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. That's quite funny. And what about the Leona Lewis song in the credits right as it ends? <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. That was... For, for, for the amount of commitment they, they do to this, like, amazing score and, like, set in this whole world and then ending it on this, like, Leona Lewis song that just <laughs> dates it instantly to 2009. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, X-Fight. It was trying what to be, that? like, Titanic again, you know, with the Celine yeah, Dion yeah. song because that was, like, the mm-hmm. huge... True. But this movie didn't quite have That's the That's probably impact. what they were yeah, thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's definitely why they did they it. They definitely yeah. modeled... Like a lot of things off of the success of Titanic to cr- to do this For sure. again, the love story, like yeah. that, all that, like mm-hmm. it felt very James. Yeah, Cameron. like a big tragedy yeah. in the yeah, yeah. The but it's also an action film. Yeah, it's it's very epic. I mean, James Cameron knows how to make an epic for sure. 
that's why he barely makes films. I mean, he only has a, a few films like I can think of, but they're all great and they feel like they they're so like all encompassing. Like they have so much going on. Uh Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What else do you have to say about this? Well, my notes are more difficult to go through because they're seven pages of real paper <laughs> uh, instead of like mm. on my computer or whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I I really, I loved what it was. I wish it felt more smart would be my biggest criticism. It feels stupid at many points. Yeah. I would have loved the same movie feeling more intelligent. Wish the characters were stronger, more original. It almost feels like it's trying to be as broad as possible, yeah, in order yeah. to get to those like Titanic kind of numbers. Like it is like the yeah. most hyper sympathetic angle you could possibly take. The two, the two sides. One is comically evil. One is like almost comically sympathetic. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is very simple. I just don't have much else to say that like other people haven't said about the movie. Like I think for a broad movie, it is kind of experimental and ambitious. Like I, that is yeah, what I odd. like about it. Yeah, and odd, right? I'm kind of shocked at how much money it made, right? But then also, it should have taken more risks <laughs> with the story and and certain aspects of the movie, because then it would have been even more unconventional and probably a better film for it. I so I misremembered the hair sex. I also misremembered the uh, like Sigourney Weaver. Uh, uh, I I thought that her transfer into the Avatar body was successful, but that wasn't the case. Um, no, she, she no, yeah. no. It's more set up that it's even a it, thing. So they much can weird do. stuff going yeah. on in this movie. <laughs> and what's weird about it is like they act like they've done it before because they're like, okay, here's what we do, <laughs> right? And th- then it works mm-hmm. for the main character. I'm like, but who have you, who have we done this on before this point? Because you have like a <laughs> there's a methodology to this, right? You know what to do to do this, but. I don't know. Do you just reincarnate your own body? But then you need a fresh body. You need like a body to reincarnate into. Like, have you been doing this? That's weird to me. Yeah. Do they like swap consciousness with like? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose there's some weird implications with that. That, that that's possible. And yeah. They know about it. Because like they they essentially just invented like immortality, which is probably more valuable than the unobtainium. They could have been. They could have mentioned that, but I guess it didn't work yeah. until the end. That's what Avatar two, three, four, and five are about. Yeah, they're gonna they're they're gonna have some <laughs> weird scarred villain show up and be like, they know how to immortality now. We have to kill them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, good movie. I I love the soundtrack, but I I don't know how much I would love the soundtrack independently of the film i think that it works really well in the movie i don't know if i'm gonna listen to it outside of the film <laughs> yeah i haven't listened to it outside the film but yeah i do remember it and i think it fits the film perfectly yeah uh, yeah people kind of make yeah it really highlights certain moments <laughs> yeah, you know, uh-huh. like the uh the flying scenes particularly enhanced by it. i'm really interested to watch this right. on like 4k blu-ray because then i could really see like if there's like imperfections in the animation too i mean like mm. and not your phone not your telephone. Yeah. <laughs> Not your fucking phone. Yeah. Sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> On your headphones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Can't complain. It's a epic James Cameron film. It feels like a James Cameron film. Yeah. Despite ways. James Cameron. I think Cameron, he's made better movies than this, though. 
Despite him not being like fucking Michelle Hanukkah or anybody, you know, despite him, despite him not doing that, <laughs> I really, I really value his voice in filmmaking. I think that he's he makes a, very different kinds of movies. It, yeah. They're very Michelle him. That, exactly. That's they're exactly what I'm saying, though. It's like they're but he, they're really well done. Yeah, yeah they're like I, the I appreciate him like existing yeah. in this uh, filmmaking yeah. culture. He, he to me he's like a Ridley Scott or a Nolan. He's like yeah, completely like his movies are great. He makes some of the best movies like in his genres that he tries to do. Like yeah, like Land of Gu- Gucci, <laughs> Land of Gucci, oh, the House of Gucci. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but, yeah, but like yeah, but like Terminator One and Two, like you know, those are some of the best sci-fi movies out there. And Titanic, obviously, great movie and. Aliens, know, yeah, yeah, aliens, alien right. covenant. That was. Uh, I think Ridley I like Scott. James Cameron a bit <laughs> yeah. more than I like Ridley Scott. I'm going to be honest. Ridley Scott's made a lot more movies. <laughs> yeah, Ridley yeah. Scott's made g- great movies. Ridley though. Scott doesn't he, take time with his films, especially at this point. No, no, that's the thing. He does. Yeah, a, he he likes, makes a lot more movies, and they're yeah, very yeah. hit or miss, mm-hmm. right? But some of them are like really great. You're like, wow, that, that Gladiator or that Alien <laughs> or the, the Thelma and Louise or whatever. Mm. But yeah, uh, James Cameron takes more time with his. Uh, but you know, James Cameron's probably just gonna make Avatar movies for the rest of his life, which you know, probably. I don't know how to feel about that. You know, <laughs> I would like for him to make at least like one other kind of film. Maybe he'll just produce them after. I mean, that would be fun. Like, I mean, maybe yeah. he'll just produce them and direct. Something I don't know else. how much more. Kind of like, like what he's he got left to them. prove, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, kind of like what he did with the Terminator movies. You know how he just produced those like after two. You know, yeah, three or four. Yeah, and direct a, he has another project other than Avatar that is announced but doesn't have a date. It's called The Informationist, uh, based off of a Taylor Stevens novel. So, who knows? But Whoa. yeah, it what the the schedule the supposed schedule for the Avatar films that he's listed as being the director for all of them right now. Uh, is Avatar The Way of the Water 2022. Man. Uh, Avatar 3 2024. Avatar 4 2026. Avatar 5 2028. So the <laughs> Avatar 5 in 2028. That's That feels like... How old am I going to be in 2028? I'm going to be almost 40. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> I'm going to be closer to 40 than 30. I think. Man, we can't yeah. be thinking about Avatar 5 right now. That's crazy. Let's decide after the water one. <laughs> yeah, uh, right after this huge gap, though, like of a decade, we're going to get like five Avatar movies like over the span of, you know, eight years. Yeah, one every two years. Yeah, but... that's fucking crazy. Yeah, they, yeah. Better, they better hope they're like worth it. <laughs> if this one bombs, <laughs> like there's so much writing on avatar 2 right now i, I know <laughs> there yeah. is that's so why they should just make avatar 2 and then see what happens and then yeah you know, yeah it's, maybe it's wait the whole it doesn't have to be a decade but maybe wait five years and then make the next one yeah think. now that disney owns fox especially like i definitely want to see it because i want to see how far the technology's come since this movie like i want to see how much better it looks and from that trailer like seeing it in a theater i thought it looked really good like the, the, the water stuff looked awesome uh so I'm curious, and then maybe six years from now or whatever, we'll see how far they come again. But I don't know. Uh, do you want to get into ratings for this? Or yeah. Do you have more to say? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. it's just like what do you I just have Avatar? nothing else to add to what other people have said about this movie. I mean, 
the general consensus from like everyone who's seen it is just like yeah it's it looks great it's just the story and the characterization is really weak and and yeah i agree with that they're way too um cardboard cut out characters for me to like actually invest in except for whenever the movie's like focused on the navi and like natiri and i guess her brother or like you know all that stuff like the guy who's in charge of the tribe like i'm like wow this is this stuff is like the hulk of the movie for me like this stuff is great and so well done i just wish the other stuff with the humans was a bit better um and yeah i don't know mm-hmm. seven out of ten yeah let's go there go ahead <laughs> yeah i think i'm slightly low i hover around like three star six out of ten for this movie because yeah yeah i do i do like a lot of what it's doing especially like that world building angle but you need more like the whole the the critique with the the kind of white savior slant you know like el dorado or something where it's this figure from the other culture coming in and like saving the culture in some way um the the interesting angle here being that he he literally biologically becomes like <laughs> the other culture, so that's like a weird, interesting spin on that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how to fully feel about or break down, but he he was doing blueface. <laughs> yeah, it's I do like the weirdness. I, I despite how it is critiqued for how big and bloated and broad it is, it it does have some memorable sequences that like I just haven't forgotten. Like yeah, the, the the flying scenes, the chase sequences, the certain creatures that they interact with, the the smaller moments, the more yeah, the more childlike kind of moments. They've they've stuck with me, and that side of it is cool. I get that, but yeah, the the other side is the plot. They're they're trying so much. It's it's a long movie. They're trying to squeeze in a lot. They're they're asking you to to buy this whole conflict, <laughs> and uh, the, it the is way it builds movie. up and yeah, yeah. And it's very entertaining. But yeah, it is it is a bit long. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Maybe the Michelle Rodriguez stuff could have been cut or cut down. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, it's maybe it's Avatar. <laughs> and I'm giving this one a seven out of ten. I uh, yeah, it uh, it there's a lot of crazy revolutionary stuff about it. Uh, perhaps not in the story, but didn't really feel like I needed it to be that. It would have been great if it felt uh, more intelligent. You know, a better story would have been nice. It would have, I mean, upped the rating for sure. But I think it still works regardless. It's not like so bad of a story that I, you know, it takes away from being able to feel the moments that it wants me to feel. Um, and that's, yeah, that's what matters most to me is just being able to feel those moments. So, um, sure, yeah. seven out of ten. Yeah, that Stephen Lang character was so cliche. So yeah, comically evil. <laughs> I would have preferred if yeah, he was a little more. Yeah, he's like he's a cartoon pathetic. character. Yeah, complete cartoon. All right, I guess we're uh, doing awesome. the so. questions. Let's do some questions from the Sardonicus community. If you want to leave your own questions for us to answer in future episodes, head over to the suggestion thread on the subreddit, just like even JC98 did, who's going to start us off here. 
I've noticed that most kids' cartoons tend to have large adult fan bases who oftentimes demand that the show they're watching contains more serious elements as to not feel ashamed for watching something meant for toddlers. What are your thoughts on such fans who are old enough to drink that get very passionate about children's cartoons? This is not to shame anybody who watches kids' cartoons, but I've been noticing a trend for a while now of teenagers, oftentimes grown adults, who not only get passionate about a show meant for kids, but oftentimes demand that they include more serious elements such as covering topics like abuse trauma etc these same people also get quite heated when you bring up that it's a show they're watching was meant for a younger demographic in mind such as shows rated tv y7 or tv pg is is this is this supposed to be about mr enter without mentioning mr enter is this is this the turning red 911 thing uh, um, um, maybe <laughs> although we um, yeah we had we had a few questions about that i'm a yeah, that this question is weirded worded very weirdly for me, weirded. Um because I yeah, there's a lot of children's uh media that, you know, proves that it can be more serious and proves that it it can you you can still have something be good and for kids. Uh but as soon as they said the word toddlers, like meant for toddlers, I'm like, who the fuck are you talking about? Like people are going like to baby shark being like, why didn't you include more about trauma and abuse? Like, I think you're just making up a person. Shows made for toddlers, really? Or do you mean shows made for like young kid, like f- yeah, six that seems to like they ten? Added that toddler bit. Yeah, ten- toddler is yeah. A, an exaggeration and makes the question no longer like act. You're just making up a person. You're strawmanning a person, in my opinion. Toddlers? That's baby shark. What else? What's for toddlers? Like, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, depending on the show, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I guess they meant like um, I don't know what they're getting at. Like My Little Pony, Steven Universe. Yeah, those Sonic. aren't those aren't really made for toddlers. No. Um, yeah, I, I I don't see how it's really an issue, and unless it is like just just hilariously absurd critiques like that <laughs> that turning red one where it's like yeah, it's, it's yeah, just a bit silly. That. Yeah, I like the memes that came from that. That's fun. Yeah, that's the thing though. It's, it's it's almost worth it just for the memes. Yeah, surely the the writer for Turning Red, I forget her name. Surely she knows about this now because it's such a big meme that now her. Yeah, you'd think, right? There's no yeah. way she not she would have missed that. That's fun to me. Like articles were written about it, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a weird one. Like. I'm not going to like shit on someone too hard for just having like a weird opinion that I disagree with. I just think it's funny <laughs> that that now yeah. 9/11 and turning red are like associated with each other because of this, <laughs> which is just so weird. It, it was a very America-centric criticism. <laughs> oh, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I would have to I don't know, to f- properly answer this question, I'd have to get like a better example of like a real person like i look at some kids movies and i'm like okay this this kid's movie is dumb and bad and you know it's for kids and i'm not a kid and that's you know part of why it's bad in my Mm -hmm. rating is i'm experiencing it as an adult and i'm reviewing my experience with the film right so i consider that to be like a legitimate criticism uh if things are you know, inaccessible for adults and only for kids. I think that's a legitimate criticism. That doesn't mean that I think that there should be no content exclusively for children. That just means I don't like it and I think it's bad. You know, good for babies is not the same as good for me. So, 
And honestly, what what fan base doesn't have like a a pool of some interesting ones in there, you know? Yeah, it's just it's just going to happen, especially with huge properties. Like we, you know, we just talked about Marvel. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the millions, if not billions, of people watch this stuff. Like the huge properties, a lot of the time. So yeah, of course, there's going to be some interesting reactions in there. Mm-hmm. I don't have much to say about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do we feel on this one from Skeptic Film Buff, uh, who says, J.K. Rowling has come under a lot of fire for her bigoted opinions on trans people. However, she still seems to get jobs, such as writing the most recent Fantastic Beast movie. Do you think that Hollywood should stop hiring people who have problematic opinions, like Rowling? Or do you think it should be more open to people with varying political opinions? I don't think people with problematic opinions should be writing the movie. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, were you done with the question? I didn't know. Well, I just wanted to read like another one that's basically on the same oh, line, this okay. kind of phrasing, and a because this is like a question we get like a lot—the kind of art versus artist type thing. So, yeah, Marsh Marsh Movie Freak says, "Is it hard for any of you to separate specific celebrities in their personal lives from the work they make? For example, I'd love to enjoy Elizabeth Moss or even Michael Pena to an extent in the movies slash shows they're in, but it's very difficult for me to separate them from their work from the fact." But they're all active Scientologists. It also doesn't help that Moss in particular comes off as incredibly hypocritical when she not only stars in a TV show about an abusive cult, but also claims to be an LG, sorry, LGBT plus advocate when Scientology doctrine teaches its members to be anything but. Thanks for the awesome work, guys. So big one, but it's kind of, yeah, a question we get a lot. Well, you're yeah. kind It's so much a Hollywood. Doesn't, doesn't J.K. Rowling, like, own the rights to the Fantastic Beats shit. Like they, it, I don't know Fantastic if they Beats. Fantastic <laughs> Beats and where to grow them. Um, yeah, like I don't, I don't know what the situation is there. But my understanding is that it would be pretty difficult not for her not to be making money off of it either way. <laughs> like, sure. so yeah, like true. if you want to watch something in the Harry Potter universe, you're going to have to settle with the fact that it's attached to J.K. Rowling. Otherwise, don't watch yeah, Harry Potter shit. If she wrote you can vote not. with your wallet sure. if you want um, to. You, you, they could have gotten someone else to write it for sure. I, don't I mean, know it's written, but like it's based off an original screenplay by and then written by someone else. Like, I don't know how much power she has. They probably have a contract that was signed well before she was canceled on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they had like five <laughs> yeah. of these Fantastic Bo- Beast movies <laughs> greenlit. So well, there's probably like I have to assume that they're th- this isn't just like oh they're creating new contracts every movie like. They're making more, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. and they probably already have this shit uh, figured out. Well, yeah, the latest one on that was, I th- I'm pretty sure there's some kind of Harry Potter video game coming out, and that was where it kind of flared up again, um, mm-hmm. even though I, d- I don't think she was writing on it or anything, but it just brings up this this discussion. Um, but it, it, it's complicated, right? Cause it, if we're talking about like a video game or a big movie... We're talking about productions with hundreds of hundreds. Exactly, of she's not the only person involved in the in the production. Yeah, I know. Um, but and why, I try why not someone to... higher up, like a producer, like know like what she's doing or like the implications of that. May, people may not go see the movie because of that, and just like get rid of her, like put some other writer there who's actually not going to write say and say stupid shit like that. You know, yeah. I, I think it's like I don't think she should be writing something like that. I get it's like hundreds of people involved, but it's not like one guy who's like working on the set it's like the writer of the movie or the producer like these big guys like yeah if they're fucking an issue 
I hear nothing but bad things about J.K. Rowling. I don't know what she said exactly. Uh, if you want to, you guys know. Maybe you could tell me. But she's she's uh, weirdly obsessed and insistent on the whole uh, idea that trans women are not women. Um, and so yeah. she, oh. yeah, she's very. Okay. She seems very weirdly emotionally attached to that outcome in a way that is like, okay, you're just like kind of like you're you're kind of just a freak okay but yeah um yeah so she she could just easily just not anyway but um i try (laughs) not to get too involved in the idea of uh boycotting films uh over you know individuals that are participating in the film no matter how important they are to the filmmaking process because like I still want to watch more Roman Polanski films. You know, like, there's going to be people that are mad at me for seeing the new Aquaman 2, you know, because of Amber Heard. Um, But I like James Wan. You know, she's not the only person in the movie. I get it. Uh, She's already making her money from this. You know, like, she might not get cast in Mm. future ones if it bombs, I guess. But, like, at the same time... I don't know if I feel like if I start doing it to one, then I have to do it to all of them. And that's yeah. a, that's where a, do you draw the line? Pandora's box. I don't want to open Pandora's box on that one because yeah, everyone yeah, exactly. in, <laughs> everyone in Hollywood's a fucking pedophile. Everyone. So yeah. <laughs> I just have to stop watching movies. If I were there's, to, there's people you know. who are worse than others, <laughs> yeah, Adam. Yeah. There's, there's people who are worse than others. And I go see everything in fucking theaters. So it doesn't matter to me. I see fucking. Yeah. There's some worse theaters, pedophiles so. than the yeah, other. Yeah. I'll pedophiles. see Aquaman two or whatever. And <laughs> I'll see Aquaman two or whatever. Cause I don't give a shit. I see any fucking horrible movie in theaters. It's not like it matters to me, but yeah, it's, it's I'm not going to enjoy it because of these fucking problematic people involved. Yeah. Like, why should I? Like when Amber Heard joys, yeah, it comes in. We're like, yeah, no, I'm not. If I open that box and like, you know, stop. If if I were if I loved Harry Potter, which I don't, I'm not watching Fantastic Beasts because I don't give a shit about Fantastic Beasts, not because of any political reason. <laughs> yeah. But if I did love the Harry Potter universe, yeah. um, I'd, I'd be watching yeah. them, even if you know, disagreeing with uh, what J.K. Rowling says about trans people, I'd still be watching them. Um, because if I stopped, then I would also have to consider. The fact that some of the products I buy are from Nestle. I ha- I buy things off Amazon. Like fucking Nestle. Nestle gets shit for child labor. Like this is this is like more yeah. serious than like political comments. Like we, I think people are so fucking yeah. ignorant over like where their shit comes from. The meat industry. That's a fucking huge one. Everybody has their fucking blinders <laughs> on about that one. Mm-hmm. Like holy shit. If we're gonna start doing this, like J.K. Rowling is not at the top of the list. <laughs> so. That's I don't want to open yeah. that box. Like I think that human beings are like just inherently destructive and bad for the planet. You know, yeah. like our existence and our population <laughs> is like more of an issue than th- these Hollywood people. Uh, okay, I get what you're saying, but like no one wants to. No one likes J.K. Rowling anymore. Like I hear nothing but bad things. Like she should not be involved, like, <laughs> like with writing the movies or anything. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm it's not just, watching them. I don't should, care. About she should Harry just Potter. like fucking produce them. I just She's a moron. <laughs> yeah this I mean, is just really? a core thing with art like i i remember it so clearly when i was a teenager when i learned about like orson scott card being like a huge homophobe and it's starting that process of like oh I, I guess i've got to try and limit like media consumption based on the beliefs of the writers or the creators or whatever but but yeah it's you it's like impossible <laughs> every single time you like find oh picasso was like a huge asshole or whatever it's like turns out people are assholes <laughs> Yeah, you have to disconnect <laughs> what they're making from themselves at a certain point if if you want there to yeah. be any sort of level of consistency. Because I value the art. Yeah, 
the art in yeah. itself has value. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like really complicated to this whole yeah. thing. And you do have to take it on a case by case basis. And of course you can't speak with your wallet if you think that's that's yeah. the appropriate response. I'm not yeah, gonna exactly. prevent anyone from watching or not it. watching a movie for whatever reason they want to. I'm yeah. not gonna uh, yeah. If you yeah. don't want to watch it because of J.K. Rowling, don't watch it because of J.K. Rowling. But I'm just not watching it. I it mean, looks people dumb. didn't watch it. <laughs> people didn't watch it, so it worked out. Yeah, that movie fucking bombed. That fantastic. Yeah, piece. it was it was horrendously written anyway. And so. they're still making the yeah. other yeah. ones. Are they really? I thought they canceled them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they've been greenlit a long time ago. <laughs> I think no, they're, I think they're they obligated it. to. No, I think they they think they no. I think it's. You think I they're think canceling it? No, I think it's done. Yeah. No. Well, they haven't said no, that. It's done. So. Yeah, I think they. I think they canceled. Let's see. Wiki. I'm gonna double check. Maybe uh, did the did the last one not do test. too well? It didn't do well. No, it bombed. I mean, because there's so much. You know, so much. It looked terrible. So much controversy around it. You know, the Johnny Depp thing. He was in the first two, and then he's not in the third one. And it was a yeah, sequel JK to Rowling. that. Yeah, really awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second one was awful. Yeah, I saw the first Fantastic Beast. Did not blow me away. I thought it was really mediocre. I didn't yeah, hate it. Yeah, it's just nothing. Yeah, but I've heard nothing but bad things about the second one and this new yeah, one. Yeah, the looks second one is just ridiculously awful. bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they they were like killed that franchise. It's actually kind of funny how quickly they killed like one of the biggest <laughs> franchises like ever. It makes me think like, oh, this superhero tread it could fucking die out like really quickly, like on the mm-hmm. vine, like just like Harry Potter did. You know, these movies were the biggest thing in the world ten years ago, and now you know, now no one gives a shit. Like. <laughs> To be fair, I think Marvel has more longevity because they have more material mm-hmm. uh, yeah. to go through, more stories. They got so much material. And it's more comic-y. Like, I think the comedic tone really helps. Like, it, no one takes this shit seriously. Like, not as much as Harry Potter, you know? Like, the, the continuing storyline of that. I think also, like, really Harry Potter, like, ends. And, all the, yeah, all the right. stuff is feels Because that's, like, like, more you know, of a real WB story. With The Hobbit, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you got, the, you got the extra stuff, too, but The Hobbit doesn't yeah. need, like, a trilogy. Fantastic Beasts doesn't need yeah. five movies or whatever they're doing. Comic book movies don't need that much conclusion, right? It's more, like, episodic and, right? They have, like, yeah. these events where it, like, peaks, like, the Avengers or something. But, yeah, it's never, like, concluded. That's not really the point. Yeah, so there's there's nothing confirming or denying them making a Fantastic Beasts four at the moment. Like so, they okay. There's there's supposed to be four and five, but we don't. We right. have no we'll idea what they're going to do or approach. if they're. Gonna I don't do think that. that's going to happen though. It's like with those um Divergent Insurgent movies. They just never made the last one. Oh, that's I think it funny. Too, it would be like a situation like that. Yeah, they just never bothered. Right. Like if you're a fan of those books, like I guess fuck you. That's yeah. funny. You yeah. go fuck yourself. <laughs> Very passionate, divergent <laughs> fan base. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm sure some people liked them. They were really excited for that last film. Oh. Uh, some people like scat. So. <laughs> uh, we can do one more question. Okay, let's uh, send on this one from Greenhead 300, seeing as Ralph mentioned CBR movies. Since John Watts quit the Fantastic Four project, Mike Stoklasser said Wes Anderson should direct a Marvel movie. Sam Raimi directed Doctor Strange 2, and Ralph likes the Fantastic Four, probably because of Jessica Alba. Do you guys think Wes <laughs> should direct Fantastic Four? <laughs> I don't know why, he's, why, he's trying, why that's relevant to any of this, but uh, do you think Wes should direct Fantastic Four? <laughs> I like Jessica Alba. She's cool. The movie, with the Fantastic Four movie, those movies suck. They're funny. Yeah, I don't know what he's trying to say about you there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, I like Jessica Alba, though. She's cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Wes Anderson's style would, like, complement a Marvel film. I don't know, like... No. I would have to watch yeah. the clip of Mike saying that, because I don't really know how serious that is. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Sam Raimi, his style fit a, pretty well, actually. I don't know how well Wes Anderson would... It's kind of butting heads, right? Yeah, because Doctor Strange, yeah, you, you can work horror into that. How are you supposed to work Wes Anderson's style into Fantastic Four without like ruining the whole cohesive? It thing wouldn't be Fantastic the MCU. Four. It, yeah, exactly. It would just be like Wes Anderson's yeah, Fantastic like, Four, which you have to sacrifice one for the other. You can't have both of those right. things going yeah, exactly. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see Wes Anderson do something like that. I like him doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do more stop motion. That's what I want. Spider Man stop motion oh, yeah. Wes Anderson. That could be interesting. Yeah, we've already got the best Fantastic Four movie anyway with The Incredibles. I guess that we know that they're capable of letting a director do what they want. It's like the question is like who who do we want to see, like do a Marvel film? My answer is probably nobody because that just that's just a worse version of directors I like. You know, the Sam Raimi thing is yeah, like, oh cool, yeah. you made a Sam Raimi film with a bit of Marvel in there. I'd rather watch a Sam Raimi film with no Marvel in there. So. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because then they kind of get swallowed up into the machine, and then it's like, oh, I guess they're just the the Marvel guy now. Like John Watts, how many Spider Man movies did he do? Taika Waititi's <laughs> on his second yeah. Thor movie now. Yeah, Taika Waititi's just gonna do Thor movies now. Yeah, um, I I wonder what they're gonna do with that Fantastic Four. You know, because I think they got a big challenge with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got a big mm-hmm. challenge making that because even in uh, Doctor Strange, they didn't show the stretching that much. Because I feel like that as a, as like a core power is that's funny. how is that not goofy as hell. How is that? How are you supposed to make that cool? <laughs> yeah, you can't. It's you have so to dumb. make it silly. The, the, the Fantastic Four are really goofy. I think that's the problem. Like they're they're some of the goofiest like characters out there. <laughs> yeah, it's very but they're hard so to like do important them. to the the whole Marvel universe. They're like that's really why I'm just so shocked by the um the Fan Four Stick movie. How seriously like they, they took those characters. <laughs> I always forget they got that that fucking film. Yeah, that movie tranked. Yeah, man. He tried to be, <laughs> it tranked all right. Tranked definitely in the tranked, box yeah. office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to make like a Cronenberg film with that. Very odd. Very, very <laughs> odd. <laughs> yeah. Uh you know, directors there's just so many and I don't want to see like a lot of directors do Marvel films. To me, they're those are like a different kind of realm. <laughs> like yeah, like keeping it consistent with the MCU. That's like the that's the challenge. Um, I think Sam Raimi did it well. Um, I I don't know who I would want to see. Like I would just I would like to see like maybe a director just make like a superhero movie, not something in the MCU. You know, like Chris Nolan did good job with his films, but those were kind of you know he made those on his own. Those stand on his yeah, on their own. They didn't have They're to not be in a whole universe. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, there's lots of great directors where I'm like, yeah, I could see them making a good superhero film. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> a Ridley Scott Marvel movie. Well. <laughs> yeah, Ridley Scott could find some superhero, make a film about them. <laughs> Looks like uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse is doing well in the box office right now, so maybe they'll give Sam Raimi mm-hmm. another one. Yeah, you know, like, Matt Reeves has proven he can make a good superhero film. Like, he should make a Daredevil film. That would probably be decent. 
Just give fucking Sam Raimi another Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And don't make it so Marvelized, you know? <laughs> Let him do fucking Toby 4, okay? I don't want to see him do another one. I think he I think he did a good job. I think he has his trilogy and he should just leave it there. Especially after no. Spider-Man 3. I don't think it's going to get better. <laughs> it's probably going to be worse. He needs to redeem 3. That's why he needs a fool. Yeah. He, yeah. I like that Apologize John Watts just three. did his own thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's just like whatever. I think they were fucking tired of making Spider-Man movies at that point. Like, let someone else do it. Well, yeah, if you make a trilogy, that's like 10 years of your life, you know? Do it. There's still time. Bruce Campbell as Mysterio. Get rid of Jake Jilly. I think what's more likely is is a Andrew Garfield one again. I think that's more likely than Toby and Sam Raimi coming back. Um, maybe Bring Sam Raimi Web. directing... Bring Mark Webb back, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe Sam Raimi directing Andrew Garfield, but I think Andrew Garfield's coming back. More, I that think that's be, more likely. That than, would be interesting maybe. enough. For me, Sam Raimi yeah. directing Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yeah, maybe to do yeah. that. I'm not gonna say no to that. Yeah, surely that's preferable over like Morbius and all that. Sure. Well, well, didn't they reveal there's another like random Spider-Man one I never even heard of that's getting like a a spin-off movie? Like it's just never ending on that same. Oh yeah, side sp- that. yeah, Miss Miss Web or something. <laughs> 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 all right, I guess that about does it for questions. Um, yeah. Thank you. I think it's my turn to recommend a, a recommendation of film. <laughs> I think so. Um, what have you got? Well, this was uh, this was on my list of things to potentially recommend uh, for a while, uh, and it seems like there's probably no better time than to t- to talk about it than now. Uh, so this is a, a film from 2007, directed by Christian Mungiu. I don't know if I'm uh, pronouncing that correctly it's from uh, romania it's called four months three weeks and two days um this is a film that i'm not sure either of you have seen i have no idea yeah i haven't no. seen this one perfect perfect <laughs> all right awesome yeah well i'm happy to introduce you to it it's there's a criterion uh for it uh i'll be watching that i already have it so yeah if you don't want to be spoiled uh for the film four months three weeks and two days uh, watch it before the next episode. These episodes come out every two weeks, uh, but you can listen to them early by going to sardonicast.com, signing up for premium, $2 a month. You'll get these as they're edited. Also, patreon.com slash sardonicast does the same thing. You can listen to these episodes early, ahead of everybody else. Also, we got merch. Maybe get some merch. Also, uh, we, had, we accept fan art if you uh, post in the subreddit, uh, reddit.com com slash r slash sardonicast i think is the link and uh the link's in the description if you need it also twitter hashtag uh sardonicast fan art um and also uh check out the sardonicast highlights channel we're still still trying to get that monetized uh we just need some more watch hours we have all the other stuff um search up sardonicast highlights or the link is in the description uh, and you can see there's highlighted parts of Sardonicast in, instead of having to figure out what episode is, did they talk about uh, beans? Then you can just yeah. be like, oh, it's every episode. It's the beans one. It's a hi- it's a <laughs> beans highlight. Um, well, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll catch you in four months, three weeks and two days, but actually in two weeks. Nice. Happy Shrek. Nice. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Bye.